0: It seems like all hell is breaking loose in Texas, but also in other parts of the country. There is a winter storm slamming basically the entirety of the nation, and Texas is getting the worst of it. Well, I shouldn't say maybe the worst of it, but Texas is underprepared for this. And we're seeing now this severe winter weather hitting Texas. A lot of people don't know the basic things that people in the Midwest know. For instance, if you're experiencing experiencing freezing uh, temperatures and you don't have heat, you need to turn your water on a little bit. So that it stops the pipes from freezing and then bursting from the expansion. This is resulting in water mains bursting. It's resulting in, surprisingly, this, the power outages, people, their food's spoiling. And it was the craziest thing to me. I'm hearing these stories about, well, the power goes out, refrigeration goes out, and then their food spoils. I'm like, yo, put the food outside. Yeah. But I guess many of these people haven't lived in places that are this cold. Texas wasn't prepared for this, and things are getting bad. These food shortages, however, are very, very serious. And so there's a lot which to talk about in that regard. But for some reason, I guess the only thing that the mainstream media or the corporate press actually cares about is that Ted Cruz was taking a vacation. Yeah, yeah, we all get it. Bad optics. Ted Cruz, you know, he's a federal level representative. He represents the state of Texas to the federal government. I don't know what he would be doing right now, you know, on a local level. But as a person, he's still a leader and he could do better. Ultimately, I think the bigger issue with Ted Cruz is that he just bent the knee and gave in to the the, the outrage mob instead of just calling out someone like Cuomo and saying, shut up, I'm taking a vacation. So we'll talk about this. But I I think the big issue we're we're, we're dealing with right now, the bigger story throughout all of this, a lot of people are talking about energy. We've heard from Tucker Carlson, the renewables basically caused a large problem for Texas because they, they may be renewable, but they're unreliable. And Texas wasn't prepared to deal with this. You know, uh, essentially, energy uh, costs are skyrocketing. The lines are freezing. But many on the left are saying it has nothing to do with wind. It was the gas lines themselves freezing. And I just got to tell you this. Ultimately, Texas was just not prepared for this. But we've got with us Dan Turner, who is a a, – how how
1: would you describe yourself? I don't want to – What's your title? What do you do? Uh, uh, titles are very important to me, so please don't don't get it wrong, mm-hmm. um, the, the, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started an organization, so technically I'm the founder of an organization called Power the Future, which is an advocacy group for American energy workers. But I'm I'm an energy expert. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and I don't like I'm, I don't think I'm a braggadocious person. Um, although earlier I said how good I look for my age, so <laughs> I guess I'm wrong. But uh, but but energy is my my niche. How long have you been in the field? Uh, five years. So Pretty we much. get to, we get to talk about uh,
0: what's really going on and if Tucker yeah. Carlson is correct, but we'll save it. We'll get yeah. to it because I also want to debunk some of these ridiculous memes. We've got some, some good uh, irony coming up. We also got Luke Rutkowski hanging well, out.
2: Well, Bill Gates is also speaking on this matter and whatever he says is gospel and we should always listen to him no matter what. But that's because Bill Gates is a scientist, right? Of, not only a scientist, he's like the, the Lord and Savior of our, he's like Captain Luke, Luke. Save a Planet. Is Bill Gates a scientist? He's not a medical scientist. He's a computer he's not scientist. not a scientist. No, he's not. He's not. He's a businessman. No. He's I have good a sh- at it. I literally no. have a shirt that says, Bill Gates is not a medical scientist. It does really well. <laughs> I just also uh, launched two new shirts that I'm super excited about. And if you want to purchase them and support me, you can on thebestpoliticalshirts.com. And I'm also really testing the limits on Instagram. And if you want to see some... Uh, Pretty interesting memes. Spicey. Go to yeah. Luke. We are changed. We got fact checked. I also,
0: uh, so, as a side note, there's a there's another big story I definitely want to talk about. So I tweeted about the, the story from Time Magazine, the shadow campaign, you know, whatever. And I was being a little snarky, and I said they didn't say they rigged the election; they fortified <laughs> it by changing the laws. Blah, blah blah. And there's this thing on Twitter called Birdwatch, where regular users are prompted to fact check the tweet and. I think out of all of them, there was only one that said it was potentially misleading. But they all said, I was correct. I was just making a reference to a Time article. So the Pointer Institute, which controls Facebook fact-checking, said, this is a problem. Because the fact-checker said, yeah, Tim Pool's right. Time magazine said this. Yeah. The fact-checkers are like, no! So they wrote a whole article saying it was a problem that when I was fact-checked, I was proven correct when they want their narrative. Yes. So we also we also got Ian, however— I'm I'm just
3: aghast at what the story you just told. Um, <laughs> thank you for the throw over, Tim. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. IanCrossland.net. Get a mug. Say hello. Come check out my new website. And Daniel, great to have you here. I'm very excited to talk about maybe even carbon recapture technology, the future of reusing the carbon dioxide, turning it into graphene, depositing onto metals and things like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: Bypass go. mining that way. We also have Sour Patch Lids pressing all the I buttons. I am here
4: in the corner laughing at these guys and pushing all the buttons. I love my job. It's a good job. What can I say?
0: <laughs> Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com and become a member in order to get exclusive podcast segments and even full episodes. Just the other day, we sat down for an hour with James O'Keefe, and we really just went at the mainstream media. We really just tore them to shreds. And if you want to listen to that, 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 that episode, it is a members-only exclusive post. Go to TimCast.com, check it out. But the site really is there because in the event that we get purged or nuked or banned or whatever, which is entirely possible, this is where you will find us. But don't forget, like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and uh, let's read the first story. Texas is running out of food as weather crisis disrupts supply chain. Texans running low on food are finding empty grocery store shelves. Food pantries are running out of supplies, and the freeze has wiped out substantial portions of the state's citrus and vegetable crops. This is from Texas Tribune. They say... The state's week of weather health started with a 133-car pileup outside of Fort Worth. A winter storm unlike any Texas has ever seen quickly followed. And seven days later, millions are without power and reliable water. They go on to mention, here's, here's a quote. It was out of uh, uh, someone. Uh, some are sorting, storing their remaining rations and coolers outside. And trips to the grocery store often do little to replenish pantries, saying, quote, It was out of meat, eggs, and almost all the milk before I left. Crystal Porter, an Austin resident, said about her local Target, which she visited Monday. Lines were wrapped around the store when we arrived. Shelves were almost fully cleared for potatoes, meat, eggs, and some dairy. Two days later, one of Porter's neighbors went to that same Target, and the store was completely out of food with no sign of additional shipments arriving or employees restocking shelves. Now, this is where, where emergencies get scary. You know, we've we we we've had stories like this in the past. There was one story about an algal bloom in, in Ohio, I think it was, and within an hour of the news breaking, all bottled water was gone now the difference here with texas is that i mean this has been going on for what almost a week now mm. where the power's gone out millions are without power people are freezing and now people don't have food so i guess uh, i'm curious uh, dan because you know you're the energy guy if you want to just let's just have a conversation why why is there no food what's going on
1: there's no food cuz there's no energy I mean energy does make the world go around. You think of the amount of energy required to bring in uh via rail via truck uh, to restock those shelves right when When the energy supply disappears, everything else will go with it and that's why you know i I get very excited about energy. I love this issue we were talking about it. you know I can become a real geek on it, <laughs> but it literally is the, the 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 foundation of all of our life we're all here because we were able to get here somehow through energy, right? We were able to get in our cars if you took public transportation, which I know none of us, I definitely didn't, right? But people who are listening to us right now, people who are watching us right now. Electricity. Energy, from the very first thing you did this morning, think about it. At least for me, the very first thing I did was turn off my my iPhone alarm. Yep. Energy. The last thing I will do, and when I set my alarm to make sure it's on, even though it's supposed to repeat, well, I always check, I will turn off the light. Energy. Well, let's, uh, let's get a little bit more specific. They, they,
0: they mentioned that food crops are failing, well, that's simply a lack of energy. It's yeah. not the same kind of energy we're, we're, you know, we're talking about when we're talking about fuels for vehicles. But cold weather is essentially energy levels going down. Now their food is failing. But also I think outside – so we'll, we'll definitely talk about the energy issue because I think that's important because everyone wants to know what's going on with the electricity. Yeah, But it was an ulti- ultimately – in a lot of ways, there was governmental failure here. I mean they didn't prepare properly for how to deal with winter weather. And there are some jurisdictions bordering Texas where you can actually see – you know, it's uh, uh in Arkansas, I think they they have this image where you can see the roads are plowed, mm. and then in Texas, it's just snow all yeah. over the streets.
1: Yeah, and 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 that's the problem of, of of government, right? It doesn't always work. I'm not a fan of government. I'm I'm not an anarchist, but um I have deep skepticism of government. I dislike government. I don't trust government at all levels. Um, so that is clearly a, a, a huge government failure, right? And the problem is we turn over so many of these things our, our kids education we turn over entire swathes of our society because we assume government's going to be in charge of it and then when government fails at their job we say well now to whom do i turn you know who's not getting made fun of today all those preppers yeah right all those people <laughs> yeah. who are hoarding saying, i saying i see yeah, and you brought it up not me
0: it's the craziest thing to me because i did a promo for uh, uh th- these food bins sometimes i did a promo earlier today on my main channel and it's funny how that's supposed to be like I see these leftists, these tribalists saying, like, ha-ha, Tim's selling food bins. And I'm mm. like, is that supposed to make me upset? I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Am I supposed to be like, yes, people should not prepare for emergencies? Yeah. Well, Am I am I going to mock somebody for buying a fire extinguisher? No. People in Texas don't got food right now. Yeah. The people who listen to me do.
3: Yeah. I would even posit that the a blizzard is a natural disaster. Like this is I've never really thought of a heavy snow as a natural oh, yeah. disaster. But it's like a hurricane or a yeah, or tornado. It's yeah. just completely devastating. Sometimes How many people died? Flooding. You said 40. Some people have already died.
1: Yeah,
2: last I saw, I think the number was 40, 41. Wow, 37. To say the government's not prepared is definitely an understatement (laughs) here. And what what you were talking about here is, of course, Arkansas and Texas. There's a viral photo going around of the same road. And right on the border, you see in Arkansas, the roads plowed, in Texas, snow everywhere. And this is in part why a lot of trucks are not able to go to the supermarket. Mm. You have to understand, major cities are extremely vulnerable because... If the roads shut down, your food's not going to be getting to you, to your community, especially in very congested areas. Texas did not invest in snow plows. Arkansas did. Arkansas is used to dealing with this. And this is another reason why, we, again, as I've been saying, you need to be personally responsible for yourself more than ever. I've been selling those food buckets for years now. And people are like, where are you doing? You, you're free. I'm like, no, you don't, you don't understand yeah. like how vulnerable... Everything is in our society and how in a matter of seconds everything could be taken and, away and, and you're only responsible for yourself Absolutely, and and what annoys me about our
1: discourse is that then when we do have an election We will hem and haw as to whether or not as governor Will you allow this six-year-old girl to identify as a boy and play <sighs> gymnastics and you say can we talk about preparation for, yeah. for for the next storm? Right? Can we talk about the electric grid? Can we talk? These aren't infrastructure. Sexy, yeah, they're not sexy topics. They're boring. They're nerdy. They put everyone to sleep. But this is what government should be doing. And instead, we have we have these whole sessions about these little minute. And I don't mean to minimize the trauma of that six year old kid, but I'm saying that is not the role of government. If government did its darn job, but it yeah, doesn't. What, what Texas needed to do was, I don't know, buy salt,
0: huh. plows. Issue notices to residents saying, in the event of winter weather, make sure you turn your water on. Yeah. I
1: yeah. can't
0: believe all of these videos I've seen. It's crazy where the, where the pipes burst. And I'm like, it was a two second thing. You walk over and you go, and you walk away. Or even just let little little it little, little drip. Yeah, it's a yeah. They, little, they a little bit more that than a drip. In school
3: curriculums, you got to teach little kids
0: that. I yeah. mean, I, I get Texas is not used to winter weather yeah. like this, but we had forecasts. We knew this was coming. This is an absolute failure of government. 100%. Now, on the energy front, we're hearing, you know, the the wind the the wind turbine thing. I love this one. Yeah. So I saw a bunch of posts from conservatives saying mm. that wind turbines froze, mm. and this is the reason that the power essentially went out in in Texas. Mm. Then I saw people on the left saying wind turbines operate in antarctica and the real problem was the gas lines we need a green new deal and this proves it huh. mm. i think the craziest thing was uh, patrick moore who is uh, one of the founders of greenpeace he's no longer with the organization he basically said something to the effect of climate catastrophists can't explain away this record winter cold and the weirdest thing is it's it's really hard to to discuss when you know we have all of this fake news coming out Mm-hmm. So there's a video going viral of snow in, I guess, Saudi Arabia or something like that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, look at this. There's camels and there's snow on them. That's normal. And, yeah, apparently fact checkers are saying that's actually normal. Yeah. Sometimes it snows, especially in higher altitudes. Like, what are you, what are you saying? Like, deserts get cold. So, for some reason, though, these people just believe these things without doing any fact checking. But I want, I want to pull up something that I'm absolutely thrilled to show all of you. <laughs> Over on Reddit's r slash facepalm. There's a post that is one of the most upvoted Reddit posts on the page, and it says science S-I-E-N-S-E, making fun of uh, Tucker Carlson, I suppose. And it's just a Tucker Carlson quote. He says, quote, it got cold last night and the windmills froze. And as a result, millions of Texans are freezing. Several have died. And then underneath it is an image. And it says, meanwhile, in Antarctica. And it's just a bunch of penguins standing around, and there are a bunch of wind turbines and what appears to be a giant glass structure of some sort with solar panels on it. I love this. This image is, it appears on r slash facepalm. So I don't know if they're uh, self-aware and the facepalm is actually that they're, that the, the, the Antarctica thing is fake or that we're supposed to make fun of Tucker Carlson. I'm assuming they're making fun of Tucker Carlson. By pointing out, there's actually wind turbines in Antarctica. Here's the best part. That's a fake image. Wow. <laughs> it's it's so Amazing. obviously fake though. There's there's a picture. Look at these penguins. Okay, for those that can see this, because I, I there might be aud- for the people listening, Let's I'll explain down to you. A bit, yeah. There are some penguins. They're standing around doing penguin stuff, mm-hmm. and then there's a wind turbine. And standing right next to the wind turbine is a penguin, which stands, I believe, what? What are they about? about a foot and a half tall? Scroll down a bit. Scroll down yeah because
4: you can't see it's behind your head. oh I yeah, see I see there, there you, go. you go perfect so
0: heres here's a little penguin, and they they're about a foot and a half tall, I think is it maybe I'm wrong, maybe a foot TV? that's a, a good yeah, guess yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, about a foot and a half, and standing next to this wind turbine, and if you were to take this penguin, it would the, the, the wind turbine's like fifteen feet tall i don't know if you've ever seen, seen a wind not. turbine or turbine blades what are they like two hundred feet, 200 feet? Oh, they're fifty something like that No I, no, no I'm they're, hundreds, for, of oh, yeah. Yeah. they're no, hundreds, hundreds of feet yeah they are hundreds of feet. They're hundreds yeah. so i don't know how big these penguins are man but this would mean this penguin's like 20 feet tall <laughs> but then there's a guy in the background too who and this is this is the best part the guy is standing next to, to, to penguins and these penguins are half as tall as he is so these are like hey, two penguins, and a half okay? three foot tall He's penguins maybe penguins. maybe look i'm not a penguin scientist okay
2: <laughs> maybe it's a gmo monsanto penguin <laughs> oh yeah maybe it was, that's it <laughs> yeah? was well, i supposed to brush up on my penguin yeah yes. Yes. For this,
0: Sorry, I did you you. so so hold on let me let me let me go further So I I did a simple image search. It was not hard to do. Mm. The image comes from some uh, Italian uh, uh, architecture design event where they had an exhibit. And uh, yes, someone was conceptualizing a plan for green energy in in Antarctica. The image is not real. Uh You need only Google search it and see it's a wallpaper that you can buy. You know what I did? I took the image, loaded it into Google image search, and this popped up. They're sharing a fake image to mock Tucker Carlson, and they're saying facepalm as if Tucker is the one who was wrong. Yeah. Now, I still, th- I, I, I did read a lot of what Tucker said, and Tucker was, I, th- I think he should have been more clear about what was causing the failure, but the point he was making is that these gr- these renewable energies are unreliable, mm. and he's correct. As I, I, I actually made a whole segment a couple of years ago advocating for the Green New Deal. That was until AOC put out her critical race theory-laden garbage, which had nothing to do with the environment, for the most part. And then I was like, okay, that I don't support. Mm. But the idea of investing in new technologies, fusion, nuclear, wind, solar, that to me is a good thing, if, that, if we're going to do it. That's not what they're doing now. But So, So that being said... Look, when I saw this, I know wind solar, you know, these these things are fantastic, but they're not reliable. Mm. How do you store the energy when there's no wind and there's no sun, right? So I don't know if uh, if Dan you want to opine on the uh, on on the whole matter of Texas and their energy shutdown.
1: Yeah, and 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 to do that, I think we need to be careful. I don't know what article you were reading, but they they we keep hearing that this is a once in a lifetime, once in a century storm. That right there is, is 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 needs to be debunked. That's a lie. A storm like this was just as bad in 2011. It was February second. It was the day after the Super Bowl. Texas does get these types of storms. It's not common. And now Texas maybe screwed up. Maybe going back to the, the earlier conversation we were having. If you're the governor and you say, "All right, this storm happens every 10 years. Do I invest in X amount of dollars on on snow plows for something that happens that I may not even be governor when it happens?" That's another question of government, right? Uh But these storms do happen. Let's look at 2011. When this storm happened in 2011, the wind capacity for the electric grid was 6%, right? By 2015, because of their mandate, Rick Perry put in this law, by 2015, we have to be 25% wind. And they did. So they went from 6% in 2011 to 25% now. Same storm hit, did the same amount of damage. But now the wind is not 6%. It's not a sliver of the, of the electric mix. It is 25%. And when that came offline, that is the Delta. And when you compare apples to apples, people are like, well, what happened in California? What happened? Let's compare Texas to Texas. And if you compare these two storms, coal performed the same, nuclear performed the same, natural gas performed the same. The Delta is wind. I don't oppose Wind technology. I don't oppose solar panels. I I agree with you. We should invest in all of these. But to 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 deny that they have shortcomings is childish, and we can't allow children at this conversation.
0: Well, they did. It was reported that even natural gas lines had had frozen. Yes,
1: absolutely, they had. And and not only had they frozen. Really, what had happened is that those Texans who have gas for heat, which is a small percentage, about sixty five percent of Texans use electricity. And again, if you're building a house. Why am I going to invest in gas heat? Because odds are I could go the whole winter and not use it once. Right. So I will use the HVAC, and in the rare occasion that I need to heat up my home, electricity heat is very expensive. I know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, that's
0: seriously I, expensive. I, I don't. I don't have.
1: I live off the grid. I only have electric heat, and it is very expensive. I wish I didn't have it. Uh, but those people who do have gas heat, which is a uh, enough of a percentage, well, they all jacked up the thermostat. So the natural gas pipelines that would have gone to the electrical
0: well, plants or whatever? Were
1: now deviated wow. by magnitudes to people's homes. Should Texas have been prepared for that? Absolutely they should have been prepared for that. So, so there this- are lots of failures of government, failures on multiple levels. But to say so, that the the thing was not wind turbine is just a lie. Well, wind so is the thing. It, it,
0: I would say, yes, we could reduce it even further and say they should have winterized the turbines beforehand. I mean – so, so the thing about that image I shared with wind, ter- wind turbines in Antarctica is there are wind turbines in in, in Antarctica. I don't know. I, I know. I think New Zealand has three. I don't know if there are other nations that have set up uh, wind turbines in Antarctica. There's two things to say though. First, these turbines are built to be in Antarctica, yeah. <laughs> so it's cold. They know yeah. it's going to be cold. They're they're built better. They're designed for winter. More importantly, Antarctica is a desert, which yeah. is another reason why this image is funny. Where they're like, look at Antarctica; it's a desert. There's no there's no water to freeze the turbine. No. In Texas, it was extremely wet. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's an interesting conversation. I think they should have been prepared as a government, but it's also interesting to see as soon as wind started to go down, the strain on the system became too much for the system to bear. When yeah. you
3: when you say natural gas, you're talking about methane, which I, I believe and correct me if I'm wrong. It's CH four carbon four hydrogens. So when no. you say that it, natural We're, gas is not methane. Are you saying it is uh, um natural when they say natural gas that's that's just a phrase
1: for methane as far as I know um it, it's 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 a catch-all oh yeah. there's other gases and in, absolutely in addition to methane d- multiple natural yeah I and mean, just look at you've got you've got propane right that's in, that's used in your grill right so um I don't know what the mix is that Texas is using sorry I was going off the mic I don't know what the mix is that Texas is using oh, okay. it, it,
0: it is primarily methane but it includes varying amounts of other al- uh, uh, alkanes. So just carbon dioxide nitrogen hydrogen sulfide uh, or helium so but it, I believe it is primarily uh, methane
3: when they freeze is that actually the pipes that the the gas is flowing through that froze or is it the gas itself that I mean the gas is is, is gas so yeah. to, in order for, to freeze gas it's got to be super cold I would imagine you'd have to liquefy it and then um uh,
1: but well, so what's happening when when the gas lines break well, it, it, it's probably um the, oh, i gotta get my mechani- mechanical engineer hat it's probably an issue of the pumping station right because all all pipelines need to have pumping stations to keep them going water does oil pipelines right that's the keystone pipeline wasn't just gonna fill up oil in, in alberta and have it get to texas 1200 miles so it was probably those pumping stations which is where the, the breakdowns were and what
3: what's causing the pumping station are they using coal
1: to pump to create the heat to Most pump? pumping stations are run on fossil fuels, yeah. Okay. And they probably <laughs> literally froze because of, of the temperatures. And so now you're not able to pump anything because of, of the this freezing is, temperatures. This is the biggest issue these people don't understand when they're like,
0: why don't we just do more solar? Why don't we just do huh. more wind? I love that idea. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I I love the idea. I think fusion is probably better investment for trying. If we If we want to do green energy, just dump all that money into fusion research. We could also build nuclear power plants. The funny thing, though, is we, we recently had some solar people come over here and we're like, we want solar power. Okay, We want to make sure that in the event there's some kind of emergency. And so I'm talking to the solar guys and I said, you know, and it's, and it's a good idea to like, you know, get this because it's going to be cheaper in the long run. Right. And he was like, I mean, uh, after 20 years. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I was like, oh, because the cost of building the solar takes 20 years to recuperate. And he was like, yeah, yeah. So in the long run, it's, it's great can raise the property value and it, you have power in the event there's an outage. That's really, really what it's about. But, uh, the guys were on the level and they said, look, man, the reason people get solar panels is because they can afford to. Mm. It protects them from emergencies. That's a good idea. In terms of efficiency, delivering power in the long run, it's not something everyone's probably going to want or be able to do.
2: How would you uh, respond to our lord and savior, Bill Gates, who knows everything and does nothing wrong, when he says that only 13% of the outages are, quote, related to wind turbines? This is the statement that he came out with today. And he also blamed this historic winter storm on climate change caused by humans. Yeah. What would be your response?
1: I, I Well, the, the joy about the climate change argument is that everything as, as proof of climate change, right? So whether it's hot or cold, it's climate change. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that's convenient for for him. Um, if you just look at, I mean, I do this research for a living and it's not impossible to find. The Department of Energy has every electric grid, every hour, their electric mix. You can go online and look at it right now. And if you just compare, which is what I did for the latest op-ed I wrote about it, which just came out a couple hours ago, if you compare a Sunday at eight o'clock, To Monday at eight o'clock, you can just see the electric mix, and I I have photos of it. I I don't know if you can throw them up online somehow. You can just compare the 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 mix of electricity of what nuclear is producing now, what was it producing then? What nuclear is what what coal is producing? What natural gas is producing? And what wind is producing? Wind on Sunday was producing eight thousand, roughly eight thousand megawatts of electricity. That dropped to six hundred. Right? That is a huge difference i mean like like monster this like a 92 percent drop or something you like cannot that. keep and, and so I'll,
0: so uh we we we, we you wow. know we just had a super chat come in that i think is interesting they mentioned that mm. ERCOT, which does what was it the electrical reliability council of texas reliability they were saying huh. basically that it, it's, a, it's like a trading market and the cost per unit skyrocketed the super chat says nine thousand yeah. dollars from where it was normally 25 so people just weren't coming online it was just too expensive and so the system essentially just crippled itself yeah
1: And and that's the other problem with the renewables is that it does, they don't play fairly in the free market, right? they They don't. And so when you go off of renewables because they're not working and you have to then jack up coal, you have to pump in more natural gas, you have these huge fluctuations. The best example of that is Europe. They pay four and five times what we do for their electric bill. Why? Because they're green. I don't oppose being green, right? But Europe chose to go green. When they cannot maintain their grid, they have to burn coal like mad, and they have to buy it fast, and they have to buy natural gas, and they have to buy it from Vladimir Putin, Mm -hmm. and that's the price of the market. And that's why... There's a war going on absolutely. because of the Qatar-Turkey
0: pipeline to offset the gas pro monopoly. Oh boy! Oh yeah! Yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely. Yep. That's that's another show that we definitely have to have, right? I mean, these these are the real problems when you talk about going green, quote unquote. Now, if we want to go green and decide that as a country. Let's have that honest debate. But right now, as soon as you mention these things, you are well. You don't believe in climate change. Well, I just want to say that the American people need to know their electric bill will multiply by a factor of four if we go green. It will. Texas. How would you? you, uh, No, no. I was just going to say one last point. Texas. So I was talking about eleven to two thousand twenty-one. Right. The ten-year difference of how Texas changed their electric mix. They went to twenty-five percent renewable over the course of a decade. Did their electric bill drop by 25%? No, it went up probably close to about 30% their electric bill costs. Why? Inflation, part of it? Maybe part of it inflation, but that is a huge drop for the number one oil and gas producer in the country. What's 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 Why can't the people of Texas say, well, wait a second, what are we getting for going renewable? And, And who, and someone, and this is where I get a little crazy on this stuff, someone is making a boatload of money building all these windmills and I would like to know who's getting rich off it because someone is why, why I is do the, think it I do, think, I do think it's funny that we call them windmills wind turbines
0: no but but people do call them windmills even I did like they yeah. used to mill grand yeah right now we just call them windmills because they look the, the same the little thing it's funny you like know the, from the, the, inception to the end the little, the little oh. wind thing the kid has oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> or also we have, we have the we, we have the floppy disk icon for saving things <laughs> yes. and like we haven't used those yeah. things in a decade anyway I'm sorry man continue
1: no 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 it's a great point I don't even think some people know what a floppy disk is <laughs> um, which is right pretty funny. Um, Doom but, on seven discs or whatever. But I just think that the, the, the people of Texas and now the American people, we're going to go green. We're going to go 100% renewable by 2035, says President Biden. 100% electric generation renewable by 2035. Where do we store that power? Where does, where does the cost come from? Where does the land come from? Some of these wind farms in Texas are 100,000 acres. Oh. Yeah, you can't rely on. We, what we also, need to do is develop, um, geothermal,
3: Tidal power and gravity power. I ti- believe. T- tidal and gravity are good. Where do we do geothermal? Well, you just drill. But where? You, it, you where can't particularly? Right. Like, the reason. Honestly, f- I'd like
0: to tap into volcanoes. But that's the Iceland. It works because it's a vol- right. big and volcanic Hawaii. rock. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm.
3: if you can go deep enough to get to the where it starts exactly. to get hot, boil water with the Earth's heat. But I mean, it just it's, it makes a lot of sense. It's very common sense. But I mean, that's to say that we're just going to be there without laying
0: out the plan and explaining all the numbers. I think is so is, where.
1: So uh, a lot of people, a lot of
0: people need to, people need to understand how we we create electrical current yeah. my understanding is we have these turbines they need to keep spinning to keep the, the current running right to, to keep to keep the current existing I suppose so all day and night what we basically do is we take coal set it on fire turns water it creates water pressure and the water pressure then spins a turbine as long as that, that, that turbine is spinning we're generating an electrical current that people can use right mm-hmm. that's the gist of it Wind turbines are being turned, the turbines are spinning because wind is hitting them. When the wind stops, there's no power. They have to store it somehow. Right. And so we don't have that technology, no. giant batteries. This is the craziest thing. I watched, I watched this really amazing educational uh, mini-ish, like short film, on energy return and energy invested. And they were talking about why we love renewable energy, why we're we're so excited for them, and why they are nowhere near ready for, for implementation. No. And the main issue is when the wind turbine stops spinning for any reason, the current stops as well. And so it's amazing, this idea that we can set up a bunch of turbines all over the place, but you would, you would have to create a ridiculous amount of them in order to make sure you're always generating enough current to sustain life as, as it currently exists. The problem is it takes so much petroleum energy to make the wind turbines. It makes no sense. No. Until we get to the point where we can, we can generate more efficiently and store that energy, these renewables that we know and love and are excited about, do not have a high enough energy return on energy invested. They talk about, this is really fascinating, why fracking became profitable. And it was because the cost, uh, uh, fossil fuels had had become so expensive because it was getting harder and harder to actually find oil that all of a sudden it became economically feasible to start fracking, a very expensive and dangerous process which nets fossil fuels. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the energy returned from the energy you invest, These green energies just don't cut it, except nuclear energy. The most efficient, my understanding is it's the highest return.
1: Is that? I could be wrong. Is that true? I'm not positive, but I mean, that sounds, just knowing what I know about nuclear,
0: it sounds absolutely right. The the way they explain it is something like for every dollar you put in, you'll get $50 equivalent out or something, the easiest way to explain it. The problem is they won't let us build nuclear energy either. We haven't
1: built a new (laughs) nuclear, because meltdowns?
0: (laughs) Because there were, what, what, what do we have? We have three meltdowns? Three, three everyone have, keeps
1: talking about Three Mile Island, but huh. no one can tell me w- what actually happened there. Three Mile
0: Island and, and Fukushima
1: Fukushima yeah. was now which was absolutely horrible. Chernobyl yeah.
3: melted into the ocean. There's corium all through the ocean, a radiation. Uh, Fukushima's really, really bad. Yeah, it's the, pretty
0: yeah. bad. The problem is with so you have these older these older reactors, they were built. We didn't, you know, we we many I think some have been decommissioned. There are problems, don't get me wrong. The newer technologies, I guess there's a lot of prom, uh, uh, a lot of excitement around thorium salt reactors. I don't know a whole lot about it, so you know, I'm not going to get too much into it. But Fukushima was a major nat- natural disaster. So we can now look at that situation and say, what can we do better to make sure this doesn't happen? I but- think we can
3: pour gold in the corium. Because right now, as far as I know about the nuclear core, um, it's circ- circulating heat. But because it can't release its heat, it begins to get so hot that it melts down and then turns right. into liquid. But if we can somehow... Put a superconductor into the corium and allow it, that would allow it to release its heat, then it wouldn't melt. So if you poured gold into it, which is a superconductor, I would imagine then it would release its heat. It would harden and then you could
0: melt it, it, and extract the gold. Thorium salt reactors are liquid. So you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, thorium apparently doesn't melt down. Do you know anything about thorium? No. My understanding is that it's a liquid reactor, so there's no concern over a meltdown it, it itself. But and it melts that's, the
3: salt, and that. then the salt is is boiling basically. Which don't know enough to get into it. Okay. All
0: I can really say is there are a lot of people asking why we aren't doing building nuclear reactors because they're completely carbon neutral. I mean, well, not you. you got to use oil to build them, right? You know, you need that oil energy. The other thing people need to realize too is that you know we we operate our uh, vehicles. They're not all electric. We don't have electric, uh, you know,
1: excavators. Do we have electric excavators? No, and that's the biggest drawback. With again, I don't no problem with electric vehicles. Drive whatever car you want. Um, the biggest problem with electric vehicles is the size of the battery proportionate to the size of the car. The battery lasts only about ten to twelve years, and it's extremely heavy, which is why there are no electric airplanes, and there won't be for any time soon. Well, the uh, weight well, of the battery is insane. There, well,
0: there are. And they can't carry people. Well, there's <laughs> one. A guy flew around <laughs> right. the world
1: in the first solar-powered airplane
3: yes. like five yeah, yeah. years ago. He was yes. cool, cool. peeing in his pants. And, it took and, him like 12 days or I don't and know. They, the and they did
0: days. create an, a solar-powered plane that, uh, or a drone that can fly indefinitely. Well, until the parts oh. break. Yeah, because it's it's a massive, ultra lightweight yeah, it was lighter. Huge. So make sure, people, you have your pedal. Uh, you, you ever see those gyro gyro? Uh, what are they called gyrocopters? You paddle with your arms and your legs. Yes.
3: Backup power. <laughs> and it still
0: has an engine on it, though. But these, there was a university where they actually created a, a fully human powered flying machine. It was as big as this this airplane hangar. And the guy's pedaling like crazy, and he gets a few feet off the ground, and then he starts coming back down because you know he, he gets he gets super tired. But uh, uh, I, I want to ask a question: What would you call it if someone called for if, if there was a, let's say there's a high profile public figure who came out and said, "I will not wait. I demand that an action be taken which will result in the death of hundreds of millions of people." What would what, what do you call it when someone when someone tries to enact a plan that would kill hundreds of millions of people? excessive. Um, well, no, like what, government what? government Demo- democide. <laughs> democide, isn't democide Wait, what is democide?
2: Democide is uh, death by government. Oh. <laughs> it's the number one leading cause. <laughs> it's the number one leading cause of death in human history. So I'm just trying to yeah. what, what's
0: the word for a person? Genocide, I think is the word. Is that it? Are you sure? You're yeah. saying you're saying Greta Thunberg called for genocide? You're talking
3: about killing hundreds of millions of people.
0: Yeah, 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 by taking uh, a Yeah, that would be genocide. genocide. Oh, yeah. genocide. Yeah. So you're saying that Greta Thunberg uh, called for genocide? Indirectly? Because I didn't say that word, you did. You see, yeah, I, yeah. I tricked you, Ian. And <laughs> I wouldn't even say she called you. Greta for it. Thunberg said, We will not wait till 2030, um, or said, We do not want to wait till 2030 or 2022. We want now pe- a moratorium on the fossil fuels. problem is fuels. people that are screaming well, listen, about listen, what their I, goal is. I, I need they to, ex- I need, to, need to, to scream about the plan. I need to explain this, otherwise, the genocide thing. Greta Thunberg said, We want a moratorium on oil now. We want it done. If we stop using oil, our freight, the freight lines, our trains, the food delivery systems, transporting of emergency medicines, all of this just stops. And immediately overnight, you're going to see riots in the street from starving people. You remember what happened in, in Paris, in, in France, when Emmanuel Macron was like, we're going to put a, a tax on petrol, pa- you know, because we're going green or whatever. Mm. And then what they get like a year and a half of people rioting because all of a sudden their gas bill was too high because they, they were trying to tax them to go green. People want to live, you know. I was actually surprised to find out that that people are fond of living. Yeah, yeah. surprising, huh? Yeah. So, so when the government comes in and says we're not just sacrificing your your quality of life. We're restricting your ability to feed your family while we fly on private jets. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah,
2: You bring up a very important point, because when you see the government's response to the climate crisis, it usually means hurting the average person, the middle class person, the low class working person. They're the ones that are going to be paying for it as they literally flying around in their private jets and don't give a darn, and sometimes even profit off of this new you know, idea or innovation that's a carbon tax, a, a tax on your breath, a tax tax on your co2 (laughs) and i'm like how more ridiculous could they get i could just see them sitting around in the table being like we're just gonna tax them for breathing this time whoa whoa whoa. you're forgetting the uk yeah Yeah. they're gonna tax you and you're gonna need a license for it exactly and and it's just like if if you think government licensing is going to solve anything i demand you spend one week at the dmv (sighs) mandatory if you're ever going to advocate for such a policy now I, i i will i will no, I, I want to finish this because you know, just recently, I I made my RV to be, uh, I made my RV off the grid. I installed a lot of solar panels, and I learned it doesn't matter how many solar panels you have if you don't have batteries in them that I could, that could actually save the power. And, and when you're talking about the battery technology, it's not there. And I was like, wait, how many, how many pounds do these things weigh? 200 pounds? And I was like, you have to factor in weight, especially if you're in an RV and the battery technology, you know, you, you would think you would, you would spend some innovation and some money and some investment and some technology looking into making that better, but it's not there yet. Yeah. And educate Luke on new battery technology. Oh, well, load, load I be. was just reading about uh, graphene batteries. Boom! We're
3: talking about superconductors. <laughs> um, I was actually just reading about uh, c- condensing graphene or uh, carbon dioxide into graphene. And what you do is, let me—I'll read this. This is from Digi, uh, DesignNews.com, and the, the title is "Researchers Develop Graphene from Carbon Dioxide." Um, it says that the project endeavors to synthesize graphene. Uh, Specifically, mimicking photosynthesis by turning carbon dioxide and oxygen, metal-based enzyme ribulose, uh, biphosphate, carboxylase oxygenase. And um, you combine the carbon dioxide. A little bit too in the weeds. This, this, this is a really, technic- confused. This is a really <laughs> technical <laughs> article, but ultimately, we're going to have to advance our battery power. I wasn't. Yes. I, S- we should. S- we have S- to. S- I want to S- S- contain S- lightning S- energy. We should be using lightning as our well, power the, source. The problem
0: is, we don't know the charge of lightning. We've got so to pound these batteries with probably. it and just store it. So the reason I, I, I shouted you out is graphene is yeah. this, this is the, we are, we are moving towards really great advancements in solid state battery technologies, graphene based battery technologies. Here's the crazy thing. I, I we talked about this before. I recently bought, I think I bought like five, li, uh, graphene composite batteries. They use lithium ion technology, but there, there's like a lattice of graphene through it, which allows it to charge in Like the whole thing, it's two and a half cell phone charges worth of power charge up in about 10 to 15 minutes. So normally you plug your phone and it takes 20, 30 minutes. Now it's half the time or even faster. This is like the cutting edge.
3: This is like when we had like 32 kilobyte computer RAM stuff. I mean, in 10 years, it's going to be, we're going to be able to charge in like two seconds
0: and we're going to have days of power. the, the, The big problem is batteries, man, they're particularly brutal. I mean, when, if, if you get a punctured battery and it blows up on a phone, yeah. that's why they, they, they tell you on planes, you can't bring lithium ba- lithium ion batteries on the planes.
1: And they're brutal for the environment, and lithium ion batteries are primarily made of bauxite, and bauxite is mined 90% of it in the Congo by slave children, and let's be honest yeah. about that, Yeah. yeah. right? You know, and so we're you know, all going to have electric vehicles. Joe Biden has said that we're all going to have electric vehicles. Well, how many more slave children are, are do we need to employ, or well, that, that, do you employ slave children? I don't know what the proper term is, that, right? These are just the real conversations we have to have about going green. And wait, also wait.
2: China having these rare earth minerals that they have a monopoly 95%. on. That they're also just yesterday threatened the United States about s- setting up an emporium where they won't be sending it to the United yeah. States. But, but you know, they're not really rare. Well, the they're, US, called rare, they're called they're yeah. called rare
0: earths, but but it's just that nobody is mining them properly. We have them all just, in America, right? But oh, but China can do it, so we don't want to do the Absolutely. labor.
1: Absolutely. So if you wanted to be really green, you would allow us to mine them, mine them here. It would be better for the environment. Let's, we would have right standards. Can we just get some of these like uh, environmental leftists
0: to admit we live in a neo feudalist system where people in Europe and the United States get to live off of the slave labor yeah. of the serfs in the Congo mining the
1: bauxite One, and then in China. In the the rare earths. One of my most disliked people in 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 alive right now is a guy named Tom Steyer, who's a billionaire, um, big big environmental cause funder. Um, he vehemently opposes coal in America. Goes out of his way to try to shut down coal mines in America. Does not want any more coal. He made billions of dollars off of investments in coal in Indonesia and China. <laughs> so he'll be damned if a guy in West Virginia is gonna gonna mine for coal. But, but, but a nine year old girl in Western China, totally cool. No, no, dude. no,
0: but don't you get it? He's kicking the ladder down after he made it to the top of the mountain. Absolutely. He's like, you can't come up here. I'm
1: rich. You're right. It, it, it really off. is a feudal system to a certain extent. Look at John Kerry on his private jet. Leonardo DiCaprio on his no, no, private wait, wait. jet. John John Kerry flew in a private jet to pick up an
0: environmentalism award. That's like a fire truck on fire. I'm sorry. I love that And trust me, if
1: I had married a rich heiress, I, too, would not sit in the middle seat between, like, the nursing mom and the girthy millennial. Like, I would much
2: rather (laughs) be on a private jet flying to Iceland. Yeah, I wouldn't be like Ted Cruz trying to get myself bumped up to first class, which he unsuccessfully did. No, 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 no. I heard he did get it. I heard he did it. That's that's the story that I heard right there. But also, Bill Gates flew to the Paris Accords in his private jet. Yeah, So not many people know that.
1: The last uh, big Google pre-COVID when Google had their big climate... climate change summit in Sicily and something like 147 private jets flew to it. You know, print, <laughs> Prince Harry took one and everyone, 147 private jets you know, flew to the to the climate change summit. You don't, I guess you don't jet pool like your carpool. Yeah. Like, hey, Tim, I'll pick you up. We'll fly the jet together. Some, some, some do, no. some
0: do, you uh, know. Yeah. It's fun. I'll but give you what, a ride anytime
1: you know, My private jet. You know what the meeting was really about? I really
0: <laughs> doubt, they all sat down and looked at each other and said, man, this global warming's a bad thing. We gotta, we gotta figure out how to save the planet. What they really did was they said, we can't have all these poor people flying on planes. No. How do we make sure that we can stay on our private planes? I don't want to lose my private plane. Yeah, That's what it is. You get everyone else to sacrifice, so you don't have to.
1: Yes. Oh. And, oh. And, and that's where we are when it comes to a lot of these green decisions, right? I, I just want to know who are the people that are going to die. We know who are the people that are going to lose their job. We talk about it. Well, they'll get a green job in the future. Okay. If I'm a Keystone Pipeline worker, I've been now three weeks without a paycheck. Yeah. So... When's my green job coming? Ah, blah, blah, blah. The future is green. I wanted to expand a little on this battery conversation. There's another article by Wired. uh, Are
0: radioactive diamond batteries...
3: A cure for nuclear waste. This is a good one you might want to pull up. Looks simple. Well,
0: we have, uh, there was a big breakthrough recently on solid state battery technology, which apparently would revolutionize everything. It's like higher energy density. So this stuff takes the spent
3: nuclear rods from nuclear power plants, which normally we have to store in like boxes that are just in Yucca Mountain for a thousand years. Now you encase them in glass and you use it as a heat source for electricity and they last a thousand years. Yeah. This is, it came out August of 2020. I mean, this is literally here. We just need a president or a, yeah, a system that understands no, it and look, wants to man, push it. It's political. That's the problem. I just think they're ignorant.
0: You, 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 no one, look, in the world of politics, these people are looking at what's going to get them elected. Nuclear is scary. Mm. We've already seen the giant lizard breathing radioactive fire and bo- blowing up buildings, and now people are scared that they're going to, you know, uh, grow a third eye or whatever, and they think nuclear energy is the apocalypse. Nope. My understanding is that nobody died in Three Mile Island. No, right? no one even got a cold. Hmm. Chernobyl, however, was failures of the Communist Party, uh, absolutely. And it was a, a look. What happened with Chernobyl was a uh, complicated, but political. It was war. It was Cold War, and the Soviets were rushing full speed. They had a system where people would like. When you live in under 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 authoritarianism, you just say whatever you need to say to survive. And so when they were having more and more problems, the people are like, "Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine." And that's what they kept doing. And then we got to, it got, you know, it got really bad. The whole thing went up, and there's a lot of problems there. Don't get me wrong, that's scary. That's a that's a major, yeah. you know, crisis. But hold on. What's worse? All of the nuclear energy disasters we've seen so far or all of the oil spills? Deepwater Horizon, the oil slicks and the damage that it's caused, the dead zones it creates in the oceans. Look, I think fossil fuels are important and, and and I think the challenge right now is that we have you know we' at seven point eight billion people we're trying to make sure they don't die because we want them to live, but while recognizing it takes a lot of energy to make sure these people are getting food, they're getting heat, some people don't have food or heat yeah. Do we, you know and, and and we actually try to subsidize that to help them because we don't want people to die. but the problem now is you've got people saying, curtail the use of our most efficient form of energy so far,
1: okay, well, then all these people are going to die, yeah. And, and that is the adult conversation we need to have. Um, there is no perfect fuel source. I wish there was. There's no perfect energy source. I wish there were. But, I, but I'm not Plato, right? It is not me versus this ideal. We have to live in the, in the reality. And the reality is everything has its drawbacks. But for the price point, for the efficiency, and for the quality of life we demand, and this is my biggest argument when it comes to the fossil fuel industry and getting rid of it, is that is where they want to sacrifice cost doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if we pay what Germany pays. Efficiency doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if we can't store the electricity. That's why you hear authoritarians say, well, Kamala Harris was asked, should we talk about dietary regulations? And she said, you know, I think we should have a conversation about that. Let's talk about those cheeseburgers. The government's mm-hmm. going to regulate our food? Of yeah, course Bill, Bill they Gates
0: are. Bill Gates said yeah. no more meat. No, no more Bill meat.
2: Gates also bought the most amount of farmland than anyone else in the United States, specifically because he wants everyone to eat fake meat. Yeah, live in the yeah. pot and eat the bugs. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like what is it? Beyond I will burgers. not live in the pot. I will so not eat the bugs.
0: There, <laughs> there are these people. A, where, 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 do you know where that's from? Is um, that a meme? I, I will I not remember. live
1: in the pod. I will. I will not eat the bugs. But there are a class of people that think that they have the authority over us to to, to determine the quality of life we want. And I, I think that that is how you really get a revolution. That is how you get bloodshed. I, I would like to point out, though, I actually
0: think that the idea of having a pod is pretty cool. Just as we're talking about in the middle of the woods. Got my own little place, got my own little, little home. That's what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. And, and the other thing too is, the other thing too is, I, I see this meme. It's like, I will not live in the pot. I will not eat the bugs. And I'm kind of like, why is it bad to eat bugs? Like, I, I, look, there's, what is it, like 85% of the planet eats bugs. You don't have to eat bugs if you don't want to. That, yeah. that I, I think it's fair if you say, I don't want to eat bugs. I'll bet that's cool. I don't eat bugs,
2: but I'm also kind of like, food's food. But like, lobsters are yeah. bugs.
0: Yeah. Well, well yeah, like, big, big uh, insects. Well, yeah. Another thing you have to, you,
2: we have to kind of comprehend here is that Bill Gates invests his money into specifically creating fake meat. He then goes on 60 Minutes and Anderson Cooper's like, wow, this is such a great idea. I love this idea. Yeah. As he's promoting fake meat. The fake yeah. meat has no
0: fat in it. That's the well, problem. Y-
2: there's a lot of Don't problems have- surrounding this, especially genetically modified food, which Bill Gates has extensive ties to, especially to corporations like Monsanto that have a horrendous human rights record, that have a horrendous record of, of actively, knowingly hurting people and still doing it for profit. Uh, I, so- I just
1: think the idea that the second or third richest person in the world, whatever he is today, he's second or third, and a Vanderbilt heir... Sat down together and they talked about <laughs> the sacrifices we have to make. Yeah.
2: A millionaire and a billionaire deciding what we should what sacrifices not live with. we're going to and make. And a
1: republic is a well armed populist contesting that vote. Holy cow! Yeah. Like that's some that's some scary stuff right there. Yeah. I don't want to be part of that world. I'm like I, the Little Mermaid. I don't want to be part of <laughs> well, your look, look. world. I I, I want to. We, we we talked about the the Great
0: Reset. You're familiar with, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Scary you know, a language. lot of a lot of people are wondering if they're doing it on purpose. And I'm like, listen, we don't need to ask whether they're doing it on purpose. What they're doing is in effect creating the Great Reset they've talked about. Yeah. So you want to get conspiratorial? You can find. We don't have to be. We can just say, I don't I don't care what their intention is. The result is this Great Reset. They're locking us down. They say it's for the pandemic. Sure, this is what's happening. Now that being said, part of me, you know, because we, we had we had uh, Jack Murphy on the show. And I mentioned they want people to live kind of, you know, more in the country and more back to nature, like chopping, rolling up their sleeves and chopping their own lumber. And and Jack was like, what's wrong with that? Mm. So there's a part of this where it's like, listen, I believe in freedom. If you want to eat your burger with, with ketchup schlopped all over it or whatever you like on your burger, mayo pickles, lettuce, you know, cheese or whatever, you go ahead and do it. I, however, think there's a lot to be gained from regular people who are addicted to this system getting out. Learning how to work, going to the woods, mm. actually learning how to raise chickens, raise, raise uh, meat, pig, cow, whatever, and just being responsible for themselves for once in their lives. Yeah. Too many Americans are gluttonous, living in big cities, demanding the government do the work or, or take the labor from other people to pay for them.
1: Yeah, There's, they're not. Uh, you're it, absolutely right. Um, uh, I am born and raised in New York City. I lived in D.C. for a very, very long time. I have a year now. My, my fiance and I, uh, got a little farm and we're, we're doing chickens. Uh, chicken, sheep, turkeys, peacocks. Aren't chickens awesome? I love them. Yeah. They're, they're fun. (laughs) What do the peacocks do? Uh, they're for, they make a a lot of noise. (laughs) They are ultimately for profit. Can you sell them? We will. We bought bought them as eggs, and we will sell them. You know, like really rich people. We're the poorest people in town. Really rich people will want them for their lawn to walk around and strut like Flannery (laughs) O'Connor. Amazing. So we'll sell uh, them to you at at three years of age. You you do have peahens as well. We have uh, the the females. Yes, and they lay eggs. You eat the eggs. Um, they're not old enough yet to lay eggs. Uh, well, I mean, hopefully the eggs will be fertilized and we'll have more of them. Do you have uh, roosters for your chickens? I have too many roosters. <laughs> and Aren't they so hilarious? They are, and they they can be very mean. Yeah, oh, I know, but it's funny. funny. But like ma- this, this rooster running like at you and like yelling oh, at you I've and you got it. scrapes all over me. <laughs> but but the point I was gonna make is I was that DC effete. You know, like like going to brunch and getting a reservation was the big thing, and you didn't do manual labor. And I have for the last year, and this goes back to Benjamin Franklin and Thomas Jefferson who argued how it was man better, but it goes back to Locke and Hobbes. It goes back to Plato and Aristotle. Where is mankind better situated? And I have been thinking a lot about how I do feel like a better human mm-hmm. being because I have to – make fence posts and i have to mend things and i get dirty and i have to play with chicken feces and <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's gross and it's Playwork. work and it's labor and you and and it's freezing cold and you have a hangover and and you smoke too much the <laughs> night before and your lungs Is are it, killing you but the animals need to eat and they're in the barn and they are hungry and yes. and it, it does make you a better per, i am a better isn't, person in the country i really there am a great feeling from eating your own homegrown eggs yes it's very it's very it's so cool. so
0: amazing I, I when, so when I lived in Miami we had chickens and I'd go out in the morning I'd grab a couple of the eggs bring them back in and I would I would bake with that yeah it was um, it was awesome I was like this is so cool I like, just these things are out in my yard like eating bugs yeah and then they poop these things out and I put it in my pancakes it's great
1: now I have a leg up though for anyone who's watching the show who's like uh, so I can start a farm my fiance is a legit uh, Aussie outback. Cowboy who grew up on twenty five thousand acres, and he did this his whole life. So I had some, I had You're help. Cheating, God. I had cheating. Right, like he thinks this is a joke. Like you know, we have it's so you know, easy a, a couple of sheep and chickens. Oh. Like this isn't. I had you know five thousand head of cattle yeah. in my on my wow. on my ranch. Um, so so I have a
2: leg up, but still, it's a great. It, it makes you a better it, person. It's fun and it's exciting and it's different, and you learn so much and you learn so much about life. I lived yeah. on a pig farm this summer. Uh, very gratifying it smelled a little bit but yeah. <laughs> but i learned a lot of really interesting things about See, nature and how the world works that you would yeah. never understand in a big city and,
1: and, and you know we have as a couple of sorry to interrupt you we have a we have all heritage breeds which you who we talked a couple of times about gmos Right? There are these yeah. breeds that, that are dying and we're trying to, we're doing our little part to save them because we have cross bred them so many times you know? for meat, for, for large breasted chicken, for fattier pigs. So we have all heritage breeds and they're not as pretty. They're maybe not as tasty. They're not as, but
2: they're, but they're authentic real, yeah. and they're real and they're. Fun looking, they're funny looking. They're kind of ugly. Yeah, yeah, the The genetic people need to understand the genetic splicing and and the genetic kind of larger kind of organizations that that are putting together these wild experiments are absolutely mind boggling and scary to say the least. Yeah. My friend accidentally became a pig farmer, um, because the government said kill all the pigs, right? When COVID hit, yeah. they were like, well, you know, rather be safe than sorry, kill all of them. He went to a local farm, picked them up illegally and then brought them to his farm. And then we learned like, oh yeah, these are, you know, specifically bred pigs just to get fat they're they're not to run around they're not to live they're they're just going to be sitting here and eating and that's it
0: here's here's the question i have for your you know your average rural living conservative wouldn't you like for just once in their lives these urban liberals to understand why you need a weapon why you need a gun when you're out in the middle of nowhere and you got some animals and you're worried about feral hogs Mm -hmm. or you're worried about coyotes Coyotes. and you got to protect those you care about not just your animals but your family wouldn't you want them to experience for once in their life why they have to chop lumber, mm. why they have to go out and make sure they get enough wood for the for the stove, because you're not going to have necessarily the propane delivery in time if the, if the roads are slicked up, wouldn't you just want them to experience hard work? The problem is, well, it's, I think it sounds good teaching people responsibility, getting them out to go, you know, actually learn how to survive and be responsible for themselves. The people who are orchestrating these big changes, the people who are calling for these changes don't want people to actually be free and independent. They're advocating for taking away the weapons of these individuals. And I know a lot of people say, Tim, the Second Amendment isn't about hunting and stuff like that. I I, I know. I know. It's literally about securing a free state. But one of the biggest reasons anybody would need to know how and be trained with a weapon is— you've got to protect your home you live in the middle of nowhere where you don't got cops but more importantly you hear the coyotes out in the back and what happens when they come for your chickens you pepper them up with some birdshot or something scare them away or whatever it is you do
2: or even feral hogs when they come they come in large droves they come in large numbers and a and a high capacity magazine is something you're going to need having a 10 round magazine sometimes won't suffice and will put you in danger you'll have to have a bunch of magazines well even then reloading and and loading takes a while and during stressful situations people mess that up so so again it's nonsensical and it's going to hurt people on so many different yeah. levels, and and you bring up very important points. I try to shame the coyotes into not doing it. <laughs> I give them
1: bad reviews. I tweet negative things. Do you try at to them. cancel them? <laughs> I do. Yes. I have to like shame on you, and I take pictures and I tell Stay them. Buddy. You know we're gonna kick them out, but you're gonna tell their <laughs> boss on them. But but this this all goes back to I mean we're, we're it's it's just a great conversation. But I started my organization exactly for what you were talking about that these these urban elites, these people who were three generations removed from, oh maybe my grandfather was a coal miner or my great grandfather, but now I am a true urbanite and I'm an urbanite. I grew up in New York City for etc cetera, etc. Cetera, but they make decisions about the livelihood of people in towns. Michael Bloomberg is going out of his way to close coal mines in America. He he is destroying small towns in Kentucky, West Virginia, New Mexico, Wyoming. He wouldn't land one of his G6s in West Virginia because there's no Four Seasons there. He wouldn't spe- spend a second in Artesia, New Mexico, but he will destroy their livelihood. He will take away the only source of income they have And that is shameful. Bloomberg is the guy who said to
0: tax the poor because they're too stupid to spend their own money properly. And in that
1: same speech, which was with Christine Lagarde at some, uh, 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 you know, you know, um, Bilderberg conference, he said, you know, the (laughs) coal miners will find other things for them to do a code. And I thought we will find other things for them to do. First of all, who the heck is we? And what are these other things? Do they get a choice? It's like John Kerry talking about, well, they have a better choice now. They'll become solar panel technicians. Uh-huh. Do I get a say in this new job? Right. What am I? Bo- well, did you did you see what, uh, what, what what cast am I born into? Was it was it was it Peter Ducey or
0: Steve? I, I don't know which one's the kid, which one's the dad. The Fox News journalist. He asked Jen Psaki, uh, the Biden administration press secretary, a lot of uh, people just lost jobs because Joe Biden ended the Keystone pipeline construction. It was like ten thousand good union jobs gone. When can they expect to get these green jobs yeah. that Biden has promised? And her response was, "Can you prove to me they can't get jobs?" Yeah. And he was like, "What? Yeah. You, you, no, no." But Biden said there will be new green jobs. I'm asking when. Like, I, I don't know what you're talking. About. Or like, it was it was entirely adversarial. Yeah. The idea. The, the problem with this though is. You think somebody who knows how to build an oil pipeline, that line of work, can just magically teleport to a solar plant, fa- a solar power, a solar panel factory, and know, know what they're doing? We've yeah. already
3: said though well, that solar panels isn't the answer. We need new battery tech. Right. And when right. you ask these politicians, how, what are you going to do? They're like. I will find the best minds that Um. will figure out how to do it. (laughs) But
2: but another thing we really need to discuss that that's not really talked about a lot, especially in American mainstream media, is the waste, is the pollution, is the utter crap that's being spewed by third world countries, countries like China that pollute on massive levels. And there's there's no regulations. There's no Michael Bloomberg flying over there telling them what to do. No. 95%
1: 95% yep. of the plastics in the ocean come from Southeast yep. Asia. 70% of yep. it comes specifically from uh, well, China. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. What? Greta Thunberg wow.
0: says we're the ones who got to change, and well, she doesn't go to China. What do
1: we do? We ban straws. Just <laughs> <laughs> there think about the logic of this, right? There is so much plastic in the Pacific Ocean yep. that Washington, D.C. has a straw ban. And you say, well, what the heck does one have to do with the other? Well, it, it feels good. And, I, and we applaud this. Yeah. And what's I was, China doing? I, 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 yeah. I, I was in Texas. I was doing
0: I, I think I was I think it was when I went on the Glenn Beck program. And I was at a uh some restaurant in the airport. I ordered an Arnold Palmer. Uh I enjoyed Arnold Palmer. You guys like Arnold Palmer? Iced right? tea and lemonade. It's lovely, excellent. lovely excellent. drink. Well the waitress came up to me and she was uh it was it was kind of funny because she handed me a paper straw and Ugh. she apologized. Gross. <laughs> and yes. I laughed. She no 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 she legit and she it, like brought it to me and she pulled um, the paper straw and she goes, I'm sorry. Yeah and I looked at it, I started laughing and I was like, I it's fine. And she goes, why did they ban straws? <laughs> no one knows. And then she brought up your point. I'm like, no. here's a waitress who knows that we are not. And then I asked her about it. I was, like, I was like, that's a really good point. Most people don't know that. And she started talking to me about a bunch of political stuff. And I'm like, how is it this waitress knows and understands the problem better than these politicians do? I know. That's the problem. A regular person looks into it, researches it, and says, well, what is banning straws gonna do?
3: Did you ever see the video of the straw up the turtle's nose? And these people find this turtle swimming in the water and they pull it out and it's stuck. So they take pliers and they go in and they start to try and pull it out of the turtle and it starts bleeding and the turtle's oh. screaming in pain. It's a video on YouTube, it's I'm brutal. sure. And um they, they just work his face and basically yeah. commit surgery on this, this So plastic in the ocean is devastating. Uh, yeah, yeah absolutely. No, in one's in no one's one's denying yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But but
1: but it's not we're not the so, ones so who are doing it. But why is Greta
0: Thunberg coming and speaking to Europeans and Americans saying, how dare you? Yeah. We must stop. It's like, okay, can we fly you to China so you can have a conversation with what they're doing? Yeah. Like, I'm not trying
1: to... I mean, I mean, literally. China right now, as we are speaking, is building more coal plants than all of Europe currently has active. And they promised to stop. They they lied. Absolutely. And, they, and they're never going to stop. Why are they building coal plants? Because it works. You can say coal is bad. You can say coal is good. I am going to say coal works, and China is serious. They have a world to conquer. They're not going to face what Texas is facing. You think China is going to allow one of this Uyghur concentration camps making Nike sneakers to to ever go dark? They are serious, and so they are building serious infrastructure. These are the Chinese Communist
0: Party. Will burn the entire plant to the ground before they, they see yeah, power.
2: Absolutely. Mm. Well, also, if you remember, they're the ones taking a lot of the plastic from the West. There was a big controversy between them and Canada recently as well. And a lot of people found out when they were taking the plastic to allegedly recycle it and were being paid to recycle it, they what they were doing, the water, they were throwing uh, it in the water. And that's yeah. why we have this huge island made of plastic. That specifically came from china and what are they doing now they're not only polluting and throwing a lot of waste in the water they're also expanding their weather what we- sorry pardon me here their weather modification program which of course they actively used they used during they used it used it during their olympics but they're now making sure that they're going to be able to manipulate the environment to their own personal benefit which is going to hurt a lot of countries surrounding them as well uh we saw a lot of tragic stories coming out of china specifically with them trying to stop rain during the olympics causing massive flooding in other areas they're now expanding this to huge levels that we don't even know about don't even comprehend and the devastating effects from this will be far bigger than even some pollution according to some experts i think there's just cultural differences though between yeah, us you're and right you're right, and you're right. cultural, cultural norms. norms cultural you
0: know i i have so much respect for joe biden he didn't <gasps> want to be a xenophobe like trump <laughs> was right. You know how dare Trump call out China for not warning for for lying him. to the world about the coronavirus and igniting this massive pandemic? It and, was bigoted of him because and, the only reason he did it was because it's China.
1: Yeah, that's the only reason. And China has so many vulnerabilities that if we were serious about freedom and and the livelihood of of our fellow mankind, we could cripple China. They need to import twelve million barrels whoa, a whoa, day whoa. of oil.
0: Whoa. You don't want to be racist, there, buddy. We, <laughs> you can't talk about China like that. Joe Biden says it's just cultural differences. You know, we got to
1: let oh, them do their gosh. thing, right? We we could just stop sending all of our jobs there, right? We, we, <laughs> could, we could stop buying Nike sneakers. We could stop stop watching Disney, right? Like w- we could easily end the China wrath, but we just choose not to because it's convenient. It's cheap. This is and- why. This is why I was saying. Part of me just wants like a
0: legitimate call for people to get back to nature to some degree. Mm-hmm go out and, and tend to the chickens man chickens are hilarious i don't understand how a person could look at a chicken and not laugh yeah <laughs> it's it's like watching them do their thing is like it's just hilarious and, to
1: watch chickens do their thing and maybe this pandemic has showed us that you really can live anywhere right if we can work uh, remotely then then get the he- and i'm from queens so anyone who's from queens you know Get, get the heck out of Queens. Go, go go just a couple, you know, it's 60, 70 miles and your life will change dramatically. The air is better. Oh, the people are nicer. I had a hard time leaving
3: LA. Like, I felt like I was failing. Like, I I failed in my life because I was leaving the Mecca. But it's just the day of decentralization is upon us. I,
0: so we have out here a, a, a city, a city of Cardinals. I've never seen so many Cardinals when, so it's, it snowed recently everything is white i look in the tree and there's red spots all over the tree and i was like damn yeah living in the city you see one and you go hey look a cardinal oh man exactly out here it's it's like oh the cardinals won't go away
1: yeah yeah and you (laughs) see bluebirds and you see different flowers and you hear different sounds and it's just and if if people
0: got away from these cities rolled up their sleeves did a little bit of hard work their lives would improve and it would cut off the supply line to these corrupt companies like Disney, praising yeah. the, the paramilitaries in Xinjiang. It would cut off NBA and these other com- companies. It's like it's, I'm reminded of that Simpsons episode. Just don't look, yeah. you know, the, the Trias of Horror when the advertisements come to life. Just don't look. I, I, I got to tell you, man, if I had a choice between watching the Super Bowl and watching a chicken walk around, I pick the chicken. I'm not kidding. It's funny. It's yeah, just like dude, it's hilarious. You're like
3: so dumb. I caught myself staring out the window this morning at the snow falling. <laughs> for like 10 minutes. I was just standing there looking outside and it was like, Betsy was sitting next to me, the cat, and it was like she was watching outside, too, and I, I realized
2: it's like TV. Like, yeah. we're
3: watching t- it's like better it's TV than TV for in a lot of ways. It is TV yeah. for cats. <laughs>
2: yeah. well, well, people, looking people are a lot h- happy and, and healthier living out in the wild, living out in nature. Yeah. There's no crazy crackheads. There's no pollution. There's no stress. <laughs> and there's, there's, no, no there's no guy no beating you over the head with a baseball there's bat, needles. which just, there's a viral video going there's, around there's, in New York I City right the, now. It's there's disgusting. no Cuomo yeah. putting sick yeah. people
0: into your Seriously? into your nursing homes and killing your parents.
2: Threatening assembly members that they're going be destroyed if yeah. they don't say nice things about <laughs> that particular response yeah it's yeah. Hap- i mean i lived in the city too growing up and uh i hate it i'm yeah. so happy i'm not there yeah. anymore and i'm telling you like you feel stuck in there i mean i felt stuck i was like i can't leave new york city if you can't make it in new york city you can't make it anywhere yeah i i, I love the city i love the nightlife i love being able to go out and then covid happened yeah. and then i'm like this is an absolute police state tyrannical hellhole. That's the epitome of the worst elements of communism mixed in with Big Brother literally stomping you in the face with its boot yeah. every single chance and opportunity that they get. There's New York City inspection officers literally running around with binoculars trying to look through your windows to make sure that you're not socially distancing enough. There's um, there's people rummaging through your trash even before COVID making sure you recycled correctly. Meanwhile, the whole recycling... uh. uh, uh the whole how, agenda how, is a scam anyway how, how about
0: <laughs> yeah. you know jack murphy telling us that he was like lifting weights in his front yard with his kids and yeah. the neighbors called the cops on him yeah. three times the why, why, the caring. why would yeah. any you know what man i don't like the authoritarians telling people to live in the pod in a city that smells like sour milk yeah there's a way out okay if you don't want to live in the pod you don't want to eat the bugs you move out to the middle of nowhere life is probably in some ways harder but life is more fulfilling I saw a yeah. meme the other day where it was uh, I think we mentioned it on the show it's it's Bob from the Incredibles. He's a superhero, right? But now later in his life he's an insurance adjuster or something <laughs> and it's like the meme was me at work contemplating my worth my my pointless existence or whatever, my purposeless existence and I'm like, "Bro, your life is only purposeless because you are living in a concrete block stacked on, sac- stacked on top of other concrete blocks in a city that smells like sour milk." Yeah. And if you go out and get away from this, not only, here's here's the thing. Here's the pitch to the environmentalists. You want to save the planet? You want less carbon emissions? Advocate for people to go out, and do some hard work on their own. Stop relying on fossil fuels for your energy and use a little human power.
1: Yeah, chop that wood yourself. Or relocate your headquarters rather than on, you know, the the, the lower east side of Manhattan, on where <laughs> like the Sierra Club is. Go out into the country. Yeah. Open a headquarters in, in rural Ohio if you really care about the earth. But look at where these groups are located. They're located in New York. They're located in DC, San Francisco. And, and, and the bigger problem I have with a lot of the elites of this country is that they push this lifestyle through their policies, through their, through their political giving. But when, when the crap hit the fan, what did they do? They jumped on their jet and flew to the Hamptons. They flew to the Bahamas. They flew to Cancun. That's the problem with the Ted Cruz thing is not that he left. It's that People don't like that he had a choice. Yeah, I am stuck here, but I have the choice to leave. And if we're mm. all in this together, well, you can't say that. Remember that meme that said uh, celebrities spell out hope on their yachts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, on that, yeah. It's true. We're not all in this you know, together if you are pushing these policies, but you have a, a $40 million beach house in
2: the Hamptons, And then like you also you were... live by a different set of rules that don't apply to anyone else but, but you. Yeah. They get to sc- scoot around. They get to go to restaurants. They get to go get their haircuts. Meanwhile, you can't go outside. You can't even meet you can't your family. Lift no, 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 no. But you can with you your
0: friend. Can. You can. If you Just have enough money. If you're cities. in the club. Yeah. Not in the cities. Yeah. We can walk outside right now no masks on. And no one cares. In fact, you can walk outside here, shoot a gun. Nobody cares. Yeah. You live in the middle of nowhere. You get more space. And I, I have to, I've talked to my friends about this. When I said I was leaving New York City, they're like, "Why would you leave New York?" And I said, "Listen, the closer you are jammed to other people, your personal bubble of your fr- like your freedom gets compressed. Compressed. You can't even play music in mm. your New York apartment because you've got four neighbors complaining with a loud noise. Yeah. You move out to the suburbs. Now you can play music in your house, and your neighbors mostly don't care. But Six in the morning, you want to go outside and maybe target shoot or something? <laughs> you can't do that in the suburbs. You go out to the
1: country. You can go to the
0: country, and you can go outside with a fifty BMG uh, semi-auto and yeah. just unload, as long as you got appropriate backstop and yeah. you know you're at, you know properly acting. And I think it's funny when these I, I see all these posts. Like we had this thing happen with uh, Laura Boebert. She had a, she was doing a Lauren. Zoom call. La- Lauren, sorry, mm-hmm. Lauren Boebert. She was she had the guns behind her, <laughs> and all these like leftists are like, "What is she doing with guns?" I'm like, "Why do you care? She lives in the middle of nowhere." Well, that's, that's, Colorado.
4: I know where that. Yeah. Is. Why
0: would I want to live in a city where I have these Karens screaming at me <laughs> about me doing something like, you, you know, just like just something innocuous.
2: Working out in your backyard.
0: Working out in your yeah. front yard. Like I'm gonna call the police. Okay, yeah. look, man, I'm gonna go to the middle of nowhere where I can go outside in in mid morning, buck naked, scream, and just fire some guns. It's like a different I mean, world do whatever whatever you since want. the
3: internet, man. It is a different world. When I was a kid, when I was seven, eight, nine i was taught that you needed to be in a big city to have access to technology and people yeah. and in the in the country you're isolated and it is completely different now you go to the country high speed internet you start a, a, a an empire yeah.
2: this is one of the reasons why new york city is going to collapse a lot of people aren't coming back because they're realizing they don't need to come back mm. everything that they used to do at the office at, you know at at their workspace they could do online businesses are realizing this they're not even asking people to come back and that's why a major swap of of real estate in new york city is going to be redesigned to be apartment buildings rather than office buildings government- who's going to live there when there's no jobs yeah. Ooh, well it's funny
0: because de blasio is like we're gonna buy up these old buildings now that they've been like you shut you destroyed the city yeah and then he buys it up it's like robocop you know the evil the, the That's evil the plot government line. yeah <laughs>
2: watch the original robocop it's extremely eye opening yeah, and, uh, and, and, and uh, you're right I,
0: who's going to want to live
1: there yeah, yeah I, I, don't know, I am always there. a proud new yorker i love yeah. new york i mean i always consider new york home you, you get this little swagger when I, and i my accent comes back when i go back to queens uh, when i go to pizza you know yeah. uh, but there is a there is a deep anger in that city and pre covid yeah. right people people are are and you stressed, can't have 8 unsatisfied not making enough money. Yeah, they're paying so, so $4,500 a month in rent for a room that's smaller than I've this. I've heard it's the yeah. brake
3: dust from all the cars is so fine. The particulates that they go through the alveoli in your lungs. It's not even like the carbon dioxide emissions. It's the brake dust. Probably. And it causes hypertension, high stress, high blood pressure. And that leads to a lot of the stress that people feel. A, couple of,
0: a couple of months after the start of the pandemic with the lockdowns were in full swing. I was at, I went out to the middle of nowhere in this rural area. And I was at a small little restaurant and somebody noticed me and they were like, are you are you Tim Pool?" And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, wow. And he's like, nice to meet you. And he's like, hey, you mind if I introduce you to some people work?" I'm like, yeah, of course. We started talking and I was like, so how are you guys holding up in the, in the pandemic with all the lockdowns and stuff? And they're like, oh, it hasn't affected us at all. Mm. And, I like, and I was like, no. Like we were just hanging out, having a beer the other day and like wondering what it must be like in these cities where your lives are destroyed. And he's like, for us, nothing changed yeah. at all. The only difference was now they want you to wear a mask, I guess. But for the most part, nothing else changed. Nothing changed.
1: changed. No, I'm, and it was funny for a while, um, every weekend different friends, you know, from DC would say, Hey, do you mind if, you know, we come out for the weekend and say hello? And then finally, <laughs> after like two months, Andrew was like, Are we running a bed and breakfast? Like, <laughs> what is going on? Like every weekend we have these house guests, but I feel bad for them. You know, they yeah. they can't go outside. It's in lockdown mode. There's National Guard patrolling the streets. So it was like, Yeah, we'll give you a little bit of refuge. I think, I
0: think if some of these city people Got to taste the joy of responsibility in taking care of your animals mm-hmm. and your family; they would be addicted to it instantly. Well, There's a m- joy meaningful of seeing- work,
2: meaningful work rather than just empty butt- button pushing yeah. that they usually do in the city. And the joy of seeing your dog run without a leash, yes. yeah, is a is a
1: pleasure. Like I took my dogs, you know, to the city in the dog park and it would play with the other dogs. But to see my dog doesn't really know what a leash is now, and and I will not put her- him or her. I have two dogs. On one again to see them just run and play and and get dirty and my dogs are happy everyone's happy I'm happy you know this and
0: just I- it, you know people talk about they they need purpose in their lives purpose doesn't need to be you becoming the king and taking over and leading your civilization to you know conquest it could be you living for someone other than yourself mm. and when you have animals to take care of. That also helps sustain you. Chickens laying eggs, for instance, or if you're gonna, if you're raising, you know, cattle for meat or something, you have to take care of them because they're ultimately going to take care of you. That's your responsibility. You wake up in the morning and you got something, some problem or some threat or some storm or whatever. You have, you have purpose. Mm. If I don't do this, bad things will happen. I must take action, and that's lost for people in the city because it's, it's almost like we beat the game. You know, like you know, humans have beat the game. You live in the city. What, what, what do these people do? I, let's be real. There are people who live in New York who write articles about, you know, Brad Pitt and, and, and you know, <laughs> they make $50,000 a year yeah. and complain yeah. and they hate their lives. And they're like, we need a union because I don't get paid enough. It's like, dude, you realize that, like, there are people who build things and do backbreaking manual labor making 15 bucks an hour. And you're getting double or triple what they get paid to write garbage articles. Yeah. These people have the cushiest do-nothing jobs on the planet. And that's one of the biggest problems is making this country fall apart. These media outlets have no idea, have the time to know what to write about. Because, well, you got to write about news. I'll, I'll give you a really good example of what happens with video games. Normally, a video game comes out. We'll call it uh, Ian's Quest, and you know Ian is a noble knight with a sword, and he's going to fight a dragon. And so they write an article: Ian's Quest is a new game that does X, Y, and Z. It's fun. Here are the controls, whatever. Then they write some some guides to that. Mm. Okay, great. They wrote ten articles when the game came out. The next day, there's no new game. What do they do? What do they write about? Well, what happened was they figured it out. Politics. Well, can we complain about the game for some reason? Oh, someone noticed that one of the dragons actually looks like uh, mm. like he might be. Uh, Sarah Palin. misogynist, mm-hmm. yeah. So the game is bigoted. Pixels. All of mm-hmm. a sudden now, they start writing articles that were desperately trying to find anything yeah. to, to be. They're getting paid tens of thousands of dollars to write about this garbage. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got some dude who's like in Montana... Cattle ranching, because he's trying to make sure people in his community have enough food, and he has no idea what you're talking about. Hmm. And Not, here are these people getting paid tens of thousands of dollars to write about nonsense. And student- Not only
2: off of that, but they're also living off of the backs of illegal immigrants that they're benefiting off of when they're paid low-wage work yeah. that they're serving them. They're, they're they're cooking their food. They're giving them their food. They're cleaning after them. and And they're hypocritically... Talking about the plight of immigrants, yeah. calling for more immigrants, <laughs> as, as of course they're benefiting from it. Sorry, and, go and, ahead. No, I was gonna say the dude in Montana is healthier.
1: He's he's probably hotter. Right, I mean, he he's stronger, you know. And it's like, who do you know? For those of us on this persuasion, and for chicks, who would you rather get with—the dude in Montana who's like like herding his cows, or like the BuzzFeed Seven Things You Didn't Know About Geyser Crystal Water? The low T guy.
0: (laughs) To each their own. To each their own. You know, I guess there's there's a lot of you know the answer to that question. That's correct. Yes. You know, it's funny because, but I'll, I'll tell you this. The one thing that really angers the left is pointing out the, the the issues that are affecting cities. Like, they really, really get mad at me. And so I've done several segments talking about women not finding relationships, not getting married, mm. and complaining about it. And so there's been several studies, and it's been left-wing publications or right-wing pub- publications. But the one thing that really drives them insane and makes them really want to come after me is when I point out these articles where it's like 30-year-old woman says, I can't get a boyfriend or something. And so they try to, you know, it's just they don't like that as, as a conversation. Mm. For some reason, that particular conversation really, really gets to them. I don't exactly know why. Why it is. If you live in a city and you're a, you know, a woman past 30 who's working, you chose to do those things. I got no beef. Like, yeah. More power to you, man. I'm all about the freedom. Congratulations. If you're now upset that you can't find a real relationship, well, I'm not ragging on you. I mean, I guess life is tough, you know. They write these articles, but that really, really strikes a chord. Hmm. It really does. It, 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 just like a the one thing that really gets them mad. I don't, I don't. Maybe it's because it really is an issue. Maybe because they really don't like it. I don't know. I
1: it, it is weird that when you look at the city and there are millions of people who are alone um, and lonely, and and you interact with thousands of them every week, um, but the relationships are, are are getting worse, right? The marriage rates are plummeting, uh, the divorce rates are skyrocketing. So it so. How are all these people, especially a city like D.C. where I lived for 15 years, 17 years. How do all these people who were between 24 and 34 and single not find love?
0: I think it's the Internet, to be honest. Probably. You know, it's, it's changed the way we used to communicate. We used to discover people. We used to bump into each other and then find common bonds. So,
1: I, you know. People cyber stalk also, which is a big problem. I meet this guy, Ian. He's awesome. But before I have the first date. And I'm, I find old tweets. and Oh, yeah. my God. And I don't believe this. And oh, my gosh. You like third eye blind eye. Oh, no, I can't go no. out with you, Dude, <laughs> and it's part of why I won't, well, didn't research did. you. I don't ask who's coming <laughs> on the show because I don't want to stalk Thank you before you, you get here. I, well, Ian, you know what? That is like the most mature you, thing I have ever heard because yeah, other great. people will be like, well, let me find out every detail. And that's awesome, you know. And, and I hope people do that in their dating life too, and be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Ian, do you like Third Eye Blind? I love Third Eye Blind. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> London,
3: play London by Third Eye Blind. No, 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 <laughs> no. That's oh, I a think great I almost song. tried to. No, I didn't say that. Either. No, they're all right. I don't know. Is that, oh, is that bad? Love, is that
0: I, Third Eye Blind band or something? bad or something? The guy was heavily no, into
3: heroin when he wrote that at first
0: album. There, I, just, yeah. I don't oh, know yeah.
3: why it was, was the first song? one that
1: popped
0: into
3: my head. <laughs> it's too uh, uh, semi charmed life. Yeah, that's yeah, about yeah. coming down from from that's heroin, I believe. Wow, crazy. Yeah.
0: So, so here, here's here's what I want to point out. Going back to the conversation about energy and all that, I have this article from from a couple of, almost two years ago oh, now. Yeah, it's from uh, Yahoo News. Actually, it's from the National Review. AOC's chief of staff admits the Green New Deal is not about climate change. Yeah, this this is important context. I know it's an old story, but considering the conversation happening around Texas right now, so for those of you that are watching, if you get someone who says, "See, AOC says this is why we need a Green New Deal," okay, all right. That's the argument. Show them this clip. This is what we have. Sycat Chakrabarty, AOC's former chief of staff, said that addressing climate change was not Ocasio-Cortez's top priority in proposing the Green New Deal during a meeting with Washington Governor Jay Inslee. Quote, the interesting thing about the Green New Deal is it wasn't originally a climate thing at all. This is what Chakrabarty said to Inslee's climate director, Sam Ricketts. He said, "Uh, do you do you guys think of it as a climate thing? Because we really think of it as a how do you change the entire economy thing? The Green New Deal proposed earlier this year by Ocasio-Cortez and Senator Ed Markey would transition the U.S. economy entirely away from fossil fuels within 10 years while simultaneously providing a federal jobs and health care guarantee. It would also, according to its proponents, advance social, economic, racial, regional, and gender-based justice and equality in cooperative and public ownership. All told, the, pro- all told, the proposal will cost up to $93 trillion in new government spending over 10 years. Yada, yada. We get it. Okay. Mm. To put it simply, let me ask you a question. A rhetorical question. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll just reframe it, actually. If someone came to me and said, do you think we should allocate taxpayer funds towards investing in new energy technologies in an effort to offset carbon emissions? I would say, yes. If someone says, so all of a sudden you say yes, they say, boom, you support the Green New Deal. Hmm. Okay, that sounds good to me. And that's what they asked people. What they did not ask them was the actual contents of the Green New Deal. Do you support... The largest transfer of power to the government, economic uh, uh, power and economic control to the government in order to ensure racial, uh, you know, uh, racial and gender based equity and guaranteed ho- housing and health care. That has nothing to do with the environment. Yeah. That's going to dramatically drop the amount of people who agree with that. Uh, and it, one, one, one yeah. Last point. Chakrabarty said it was about changing the economy. It's a new deal with green just jammed in there to use environmentalism as a manipulation. Because when I read that bill, I was looking for a legitimate resolution that said, we're going to allocate X amount of funds towards fusion. We're going to allocate X amount of funds towards n- nuclear development, which I knew they would never do. And we're going to allocate X amount of funds towards carbon capture. And I'd be like, let's, let's technology. It's awesome, man. Let's fund technology. They didn't. They said, we're going to guarantee healthcare to people
1: of color. And I'm like,
0: okay. How about well. the line?
1: We're going to guarantee income for those unwilling to work. Uh-huh. You they must were, have they, read that and said, wow.
0: And they, and they had to remove that in yeah. panic g- and then try
1: and deny it. Uh, just imagine imagine the stupidity of someone who says we are going to get all fossil fuels in 10 years. Someone who <laughs> says that just literally doesn't know how the world works, uh, right? It just right? doesn't Anytime understand. Anytime you say how the like would works. you support this outcome? That's
3: moronic. Like yeah. would you support Daniel winning the race? Well, in that case, let me take any means necessary to make it happen. Thank you. That's basically the
1: Green New Deal. So they kill the three of them, and then I win. Yeah, well, then automatically you will win. So, so, so Daniel... Look look around the room. Is there anything in this room that was created without fossil fuels? It's not possible. Or if it doesn't if it doesn't contain a fossil fuel, it was only created at a price point that you could afford to put it in this room because fossil fuel made it, right? So the wood that that was milled, you could afford to buy because it it was the trees were harvested, they were transported, they were cut they were brought to your Home Depot, all at a price point you could afford, and that's what's beautiful about the free market system. It takes the most amount of goods and lowers it to the lowest cost imaginable. And and just on a quick little note, right? To not to be political, but the last four years, Trump is an oil guy. Trump is an oil guy. He supports big oil. Boy, for a guy who supports big oil, oil prices were pretty damn low, right? The oil companies. Want to make profit off of volume. They were, oil was at, an, even before COVID, oil prices were low because they were producing more of it. The industry, the free market wants to produce more things at a lower price point because more people can buy it. So let, let, let's talk about price point. And that's there's good. A, there's this story from way back when. One man's nearly
0: impossible quest to make a toaster oh. from scratch. Yeah. Now, what does it mean from scratch? I'm not talking about, and they mentioned this in the article, a guy going to Radio Shack or Home Depot, whatever. You buy components saying, I need some wire. I need some, some metal. No, no, no. He literally wanted to make every single part of it, the springs, everything from the ground up. Guess what? He could not do it. Hmm. He, The one thing he couldn't do was plastic. I watched this video on it. He couldn't do plastic, so he ended up mining the plastic. He went and found some and then melted it down. And all in all, the toaster worked for, I think, about 20 seconds before it broke. Huh. Toasters cost, what, 10 bucks? Yeah. yeah. To, for, for the average person working at McDonald's, it takes about an hour. Well, after taxes, about an hour and a half, two hours. And then you get a toaster this guy could not make. The fact that we have this massive industry, all of it, 190-something percent fueled by fossil fuels, Means that you can have these things people cannot make on their own. Yeah. Not only so. So the interesting thing about it was plastics. So he couldn't he couldn't make it if he wanted to. He could do the metal, he could do everything else, but he couldn't actually make the plastic, which is funny because you know fossil fuel
1: based for the most part, petrochemicals and things like that. Think about
0: you. You brought this up before the show. Ham sandwiches. Yeah. You want you want to tell the ham sandwich story?
1: Yeah, it was it was similar to that, and and I have to find I don't remember where I read it, but it was a guy who it was a. I forget where. It was a guy who wanted to make a ham sandwich. Same idea, though. Every component he wanted to make. He wanted to grow the wheat to make the bread. He wanted to grow the pig to make the ham. It took him years, and it cost him, I think the price point was like like a $1,000, where he laughed and said, I can go to the store and buy this ham sandwich for 4 bucks, or I could make it on my own, and it's $1,000 and years to make it happen. Again, the beauty of the free market. I, I recently made uh, with
0: some friends from scratch— some General So's chicken. Oh. And I was looking at the ingredients and I was like, the amount of things that had to be pulled together to make this would have been like one of the, would like the Manhattan Project. Yeah. <laughs> like 2,000 years ago, they were, if, if you gave them that recipe, they'd be like, what? Yeah. We have to get all of these things to make this? That's not possible.
1: And and what amazes me about the AOCs of the world, of, of the haughtiness sometimes of our elite is – the average person in America right now, the average person has the greatest quality of life in the history of mankind. You you find people who don't make an awful lot of money who will say things like, "Oh, you know, I really like craft beer and I like to get my craft beer from this place." <laughs> a, a generation ago, we all drank our our parents and grown. My parents, your grandparents, they drank Schlitz, right? Because that's what was available. And now it's like... You ragging on Schlitz? (laughs) uh, No, I'm just (laughs) saying there were four or five brands and that was it. And now we find people who, who... because we have created such prosperity and that comes from an abundance of energy. To go back to the very first question, why is there a food shortage in Texas? There's an energy shortage. Where is there the most poverty in the world where there's no energy? Sub-Saharan Africa, Southeast Asia. Where is there the most pollution and, 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 and despair and the worst quality of life? The same countries. Energy gives us prosperity. It gives us the, qu- and, and if Americans are willing to compromise their quality of life for the environment, then I'm not going to stop them from doing it. But they need to know that is what is on the line. And to say we're going to have a Green New Deal, but we're going to continue with all of this is just a there, lot. There's yeah. a balance because I went to South
3: America to Iquitos in northeast Peru, which is like the last big city before you get into the jungle. And uh, Honda basically got their tentacles in Iquitos and started selling them these tuk-tuks, these like three-wheel cars, and basically brand them all Honda. And they're, they use like gas engines all of them so there's like thousands tens and hundreds of thousands of these just pouring black smoke into the air it smells disgusting Mm. it's also considered the dirtiest city on the planet um that's because it's just all running off gas with no carbon capture taken into consideration so there's about we need to learn how to reuse it
1: absolutely we need a balance and 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 i would argue That we have allowed ourselves to have this binary mentality. We either love the earth or we want to pollute it with fossil fuels. And I think they go hand in hand. I look at this country, which is a very big fossil fuel consumer, and our air, our water quality, we are not a dirty country. Could we be cleaner? Of course we could be cleaner, right? I don't want to become this city in... Peru, did you yeah. say Iquitos. I don't want to become that, but we're not there. And so like we said with the straw ban, we, we are chastising ourselves and compromising our quality of life for the sins committed by other countries, for the pollution created by China, for the pollution created by Indonesia and India. Um, when are we going hmm. to stand up and say, you know what? We don't throw I- – I grew up in Rockaway, as I, as I was saying earlier, oh, yeah. uh, on the beach. I've been to lots of different beaches in this country. I've never seen plastic strewn all over the place. We don't pollute our oceans in America. Why are we culpable? Because Greta Thunberg – you pronounce it differently than I do – tells us, well, it's our fault there's plastic Thun- in the Thun- ocean. Thunberg. 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 Yeah, I think the H is silent. Is it? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Thunberg. I'm yeah. tired of us being being – having to compromise our quality of life for the sins committed by other countries because there are countries committing great sins against the environment. We're going to find out that the
3: carbon dioxide in the air is valuable like a a natural resource to reuse and the plastic in the ocean is insanely valuable when you can melt it down or break it down with fungus and bacteria to turn it into sugar and reuse it. It's going to be worth its weight in gold. So, if the, China wants to throw it into the ocean so that we can recapture it, I'm totally into it. Just give us carbon, 10 or 15 years. Uh,
0: carbon capture technology, converting the carbon in the air to graphene, like you were mentioning, I think is going to become lucrative. Yeah. And I think then we're going to have an inverse problem where it's like, too much carbon yeah. is being taken. And, like
3: <laughs> And the plants will <laughs> be suffering. So, we're going to need to balance
0: out that. Yep. It's true. We can't mine it all out of the air. Graphene has long been hailed as this wonder material that's going to revolutionize everything. Superconductor materials. What is it? Like, you crisscross it. It becomes a superconductor. Oh, yeah. Can, yeah. Yeah. So Twist it. And yeah, Something like that. Cool. Like we, we, we were talking about it. And there's a lot of amazing properties. It's like super strong. Well, you need carbon for that. And if you, you mentioned this earlier in the show that what they're going to capture it from the air to make graphene. Mm-hmm. Graphene
3: is pure carbon. So you get the carbon right. dioxide out of the air and you put it on palladium, apparently, the same metal that you use for cold fusion, the palladium. It's incredible metal, by the way. Um, and... I didn't get through the article, but the process. I, it's I mentioned be the funny. article earlier.
0: In 50 to 100 years when they're like, you know, global cooling catastrophe because too much carbon is being extracted <laughs> yeah. by these graphene manufacturing but, plants. I,
1: I'm sure they'll find something to be, you know, there, there's articles going back to the 70s, obviously, for the global cooling. There's, my favorite article of all, um, which is recirculated a lot, is the uh, the UN report of 1989 saying we had 10 years to fix climate change. <laughs> and if not, the Maldives would be underwater well, within 30 years. What about and,
0: the 70s, the global cooling crisis? Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
1: You know, but I, again, I also think, like I said earlier, I don't like, well, I don't like, I don't trust the press and I also don't like government. And I, my whole life I've been told between killer bees and swine flu and bird flu and this pandemic, everything's going to kill me every five seconds. We're always told we're going to die. This
3: whole like slow death thing is driving, I think is a fear thing because we're coming out of the last ice age right now. That's the research shows. We're in a, what is it called? Um, A glaciation period where everything's melting. All the ice caps are going to melt back to normal. We're out of the ice age, and the real fear is an asteroid impact mm. and a massive global flood. Not a slow raise in the well, sea level. It doesn't happen like that. It happens yeah. in jolts and jerks. So we got to
2: prevent and be prepared for that kind of thing. Well, we we need a we need to understand a lot of things. It's it's not always you know, so strongly on one side that there's going to be a solution on. You know, there are some legitimate issues that we do need to take care of, especially with the environment, especially with China, especially with other third world developing countries, especially things that we could also do better and we should strive to do better, but we're not going to be doing better when we're going to be punishing people for living their lives and doing it radically and listening to people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez that literally said the world will end in 12 years if climate change is not addressed.
1: And and I, I I called my organization Power the Future for a reason because I do believe our future is better and brighter and has fewer emissions, et cetera, et cetera. But the geniuses who are thinking about this and and, and the conversations we're having, the people who are going to laboratories and factories and experimenting – are using conventional energy. And if we cripple our conventional energy now, we are crippling our future. Those people have to drive. They have to turn on lights. They have to run big machines. So let's not punish ourselves now for the hope of a better tomorrow. You know who's not crippling their energy? China. China. That's right. Look at the coal plants they're building. Nor is Russia. Yep. Right? If anything, Russia is laughing hmm. itself silly. So what you're saying is that Greta Thunberg is working for the Russians to, oh, to hurt America? <laughs> I am saying that, there is, that this is Newtonian, and there is always an, 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 an opposite effect. Uh, and, and by punishing American fossil fuels, other people are going to prosper. Look, there are only certain – with geology as such – that only certain countries have oil and gas. I I, and I wish they were all America and Canada because we're great. But the other ones are the Saudis, the Omanis, the Yemenis, the Russians. They're not the, the Venezuelans. They're not the greatest regimes on earth.
0: I heard a, a really horrifying point. I'm not I'm, the I, Iranians. I don't, I don't remember who said it. May have been Mike Cernovich. He said something like, or someone said, if you think the Middle East is un, is be, is destabilized now, wait until we discontinue use of fossil fuels yeah. and then see what happens. What little is helping to stabilize that area is the desire for, for profit and industry and the access to this resource. Once no one cares about that anymore, then fighting is going to be for just just un, un, unfettered, uncontrolled. Yeah. Although,
3: like you said, that pipeline is all about moving, moving fossil
0: fuels. So if That's we didn't true. need it, we may yep. not have to fight over that fighting area. Fighting would be very different, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't want to, uh, to pay the high prices to Russia anymore. So they want this pipeline built, and it's resulting in chaos. I've been war. thinking
3: about if we were to melt all the ice, the countries that would massively profit are Canada, Russia. I don't know how it is. China is it super far north up where China? No, no. It,
0: Russia is to the north. Yeah, so it's Russia. Russia will be massive. Russia
3: make massive amounts of money when all that. Well, then all that ice is gone in Siberia and up there. And they
0: already they, they already want to start drilling. And so there's now... Plant, you Canada know. and Greenland is going to be
1: fascinating with no ice. And we well, almost bought it, right? Our last president tried to buy it for... <laughs> I forget. I know, I so you want to put the, that
0: <laughs> casino in there and, you know...
1: I forget yes. the price tag. It wasn't much. You know, we all oh. could have done a, pa- a, 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 well, a GoFundMe uh, and... Who owns Greenland? Is it uh, Denmark? Denmark.
0: Denmark yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because Denmark's like pretty tiny. Mm-hmm. Like in Europe... But, like, they have Greenland. It's massive. It's a whole lot of ice, though. You know, I I I will say this. um, The ice on Greenland is ice that is not displacing water. So they say when that melts, it will change the salinity levels, the flow, and potentially the the water, the ocean levels themselves.
3: Yeah, it melts on the inside, and then it breaks and floods and causes like a dead zone of lack of salt water,
0: all this fresh water. Well, in the my, my question is, like, why are these ultra elites buying beachfront properties? Hmm. <laughs> no, no, no <laughs> but this is, this, it's, it's funny, but like I, I, someone sent me a video where a guy said that he could debunk climate change with one simple fact, and then he brought up that some global elite – like, I don't know who who it was, bought Florida beachfront property, and he said, how is that possible, that you have these people saying all this is going to happen, and they just made a 30-year investment on waterfront property? He said, uh, there's another video someone sent me where a guy talks about how, if this was true, no bank would issue a loan to anyone buying or building on beachfronts. But they don't care. Yeah. Why is that? But well, you, but, but, but just to finish this, the argument from the left is just simply because people don't care, yeah. and that's a problem.
1: Or they don't believe because even as, as you have now called him our lord and savior, Bill Gates, <laughs> in his CNN interview on Sunday said, you know, we have 30 years to fix this problem. Well, AOC two years ago said we had 10 years uh, at the at the presidential debates, the Democrat uh, primaries. um Andrew Yang said, "We have no time. It's it's already here. We should start moving people to higher ground." Remember that (laughs) line? Yeah. The Floridians were like, "Oh boy, pack your bags, kids. I guess you know we're we're moving somewhere, right?" So they know that this timeline is a joke. Bill Gates says thirty years. AOC says eight. The legitimate scientists, though, not the
0: politicians, not the politicos, or the people trying to make money, will tell you it's a lot longer than that, right? So there's a meteorologist who frequently would debunk AOC, saying. Climate climate change and carbon emissions, they're serious problems. Yeah. We need to solve for these problems. Ten years, that's not true. Yeah. These people are just you know, pushing, trying to push you and scare you.
1: And what's going to happen in, say, it's 50 years? Are we going to be as warm as we were in the 1640s when England had very f- prosperous vineyards? Right? Are we going to be warmer? Well, we were warmer during the height of the Renaissance. Were we all dying? Were we all underwater? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we came out of the Black Plague. and So, yeah, I don't know what the consequences of, of, of global warming are. I just hear it's catastrophe. All I know is that beneath the permafrost of Greenland are an awful lot of trees. And all I yeah. know is that when you go through the sands of Saudi Arabia, there's an awful lot of seashells. Right? I, I mean,
3: that's ocean sand yeah. from the last global yes. flood. Yes.
1: So, so we had nothing to do with that. I I think it's very hard to think that we have something to do with what's happening now.
0: Well, that being said, let's jump over to Super Chats. If you have not already, smash that like button. Give it a little tap. Help out the show. Don't forget to share this podcast. If you really do like it, that's the best thing you can do. It's seriously the only real way to grow a show is if people are are advocating for it. And uh, hit that like button, subscribe, notification bell, and go to timcast.com. Become a member to get access to exclusive members-only content. We got a full bonus episode with James O'Keefe. It's a whole lot of fun. But let's read them Super Chats. All right, let's see. Whoa, it looks like, uh, you know, YouTube changed the way they did Super Chats, and now I can't see the time of when these were posted. It's kind oh. of annoying, so it's a bummer. So we've got, let's see, can, uh, Control Alt Right. Oh, what's that about? He says, I'm Super Chatting while plowing snow in yet Ooh. another PA snowstorm. Tim, tell me, do you shovel snow or do you make Ian do it? <laughs> uh,
3: we have a beautiful neighbor that has taken the yeah. burden. Yes. On the yeah, last, well, uh, I, last I last have to shovel snow months.
2: out of my RV roof today. Oh, Not fun. Oh. And I have to do that every time. And if
3: you want to see Luke shoveling snow off his <laughs> RV, you can go to my Instagram. <laughs> wait, 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 does, does your
1: neighbor have a plow or something? They're just yeah, doing. Yeah, it yeah he be rides nice? yeah. around on it. He loves oh, it. Oh, no, no, no like, he's a truck. He's a, it's a tr- big yeah. truck. Yeah, yeah. But, but still, but what a great neighbor. Yeah, yeah. We're really, um, yeah. It
0: costs money, so someone bake that guy a cake. We were gonna buy like four wheelers.
1: Yeah, or just <laughs> buy. <Yes>, he <laughs> loves doing it do so it. much. Yeah, he likes. Oh, it. No, he's getting paid. That's I, yeah, yeah, no, I, it's it's I, a paid thing.
2: I'd prefer cake. Oh, he's getting paid. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like why it's done better. every day. It's uh.
3: awesome.
2: Just, uh, <laughs> community just, is it. You gotta tell him to do my roof.
0: Just cause <laughs> says Luke just bought a bunch of your merchant merchandise. Ooh. Post more pictures of your puppy. Much love from Louisiana.
2: Thank you so much. The puppy's doing really well. She was having a really fun day running around all the snow today. I'm gonna post a video uh, on my Instagram oh, later. Her ears, or if you want to see it. Up. it. Yep. Look, we are change. One year. Ernie, one year's up. Just one. Yeah. Other ones a little. Ernie G says instead of
0: learn to code, learn to grow. There should be yes. classes to teach people to survive in worse conditions, build, grow, and survival. Yep. Yes, definitely.
1: I taught so, right. courses. Do you ever look at like the education curriculum of our grandparents when yeah. they learned how to do things like shop yeah. and shoot? And, yes. like <laughs> gun club they, they learned how to do Homec. stuff. So yeah. I yeah. love I love that comment. Ec yeah. was
0: awesome. Yeah. All right, Chris, and, and and shop. That was the first time Christos I cooked anything. It was Christos, anything or something. Christos Marino says third super chat, the charm. Want a partner on whistleblower def uh deaf org. Had the idea for a while ago, acquire the perfect brand, DM'd Ian on Instagram. Oh, there you go. What was it? Uh, partner on whistleblower.org. I guess they, they, they d- okay. DM you, Ian.
3: Thanks for messaging me.
0: Jennifer Reem says, Texan here. We don't think about putting uh, the food from the fridge outside, but did put beer and wine outside to chill. Priority. <laughs> <laughs> so did we.
1: There you go. Nailed it. A smart move.
3: It's one of the great right. things about living out in the wilderness is you can yeah. put stuff on your front porch and just leave it there. No um, or kind of the nice. back porch.
0: Yeah. Cody McPherson says, in Kansas, our governor, Laura, issued an emergency because natural gas companies raised the price of gas. The, the pr- uh, price of gas over 100 times the regular. My small town I live in had a bill of $10 million for only six days. Typical bill is $1.6 for an entire year. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Justin Bookman says, The reaction to Limbaugh reminds me when Total Biscuit died. Those games journalists were disgusting. By the way, I'm starting a podcast called The Eye of Buckeye soon, talking about Ohio Regional News. Thanks for the inspiration. Hey, right on, man. I love that. What up, Ohio? I'm from Cuyahoga Falls. Oh, yeah. Shout out Northeast Ohio. Grim Pickens says, I'm a trucker. I deliver groceries to Walmart stores across M-O-K-S-I-A-N-E-O-K. We have spent more days parked because of weather than moving the last two weeks. Wow. People don't Mm -hmm. understand how fragile the supply chain is. Oh, I learned. Because I got UPS deliveries coming. We got a fondue kit. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, what happened with that? I saw you post that they were mistaken about the tracking number. No, they told me that they were like, your package is out for delivery. And then it's a, like, severe weather delay. So I called, oh. and, can we just go pick it up? Because the UPS thing is only a few miles away. And they're like, actually, it was never out for delivery, and it's not actually here. And I was like, what? Womp, womp. But it's just a fondue my kit. Up. Got a
1: fondue Okay, kit let's coming. talk about the a little thing. I, it's oh. like... Yeah, you put cheese in it. I had I had Gruyere in fondue in the town of Gruyere oh, yes. in Switzerland. I never That's felt so... more gay in my life. I was like, this, this is the end. I've made it now. Now I'm allowed back in New I'm York. Right. Yeah, I didn't vote for Hillary, but I'm allowed. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you walk back in and they're like, "You didn't vote for Hillary, did you?" But I did have
0: Gruyere fondue. In the town what? of Gruyere. Yeah, right this yeah. way, wow.
3: sir. Delicious. After oh, you.
0: Deplorable pirate captain Gunbeard says the electrical grade copper green energy requires cannot economically be made from recycled copper. Green energy requires mining lots of copper ore that uses lots of oil.
3: Chile actually reconverted their entire economy to become a mining economy. It's like wow. the third
1: largest mining country in the world.
2: They, they have a have lot huge, of natural resources. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Them
3: in Australia. Beautiful you, country.
1: You only find copper mines around volcanic area, right? That's part no. of it. So the Ring of Fire that's countries, that's why Alaska has a huge copper mine that we can't open. They've been fighting it for 17 years. But, but copper is only found where the same place as volcanic activity. Wow. And so. All right.
0: We have a serious one here from Krupp. He says, A Pasco County, Florida police officer and close friend lost his life yesterday in the line of duty. He is survived by his wife, newborn child, and five-year-old daughters. His GoFundMe is named, quote, Deputy Michael Magley and Family, Pinellas County, or Pinellas County, however you pronounce it. And that's Michael, M-A-G-L-I, and Family. If you guys want to check that out, Krupp, I'm I'm sorry for your loss. And uh, my condolences to the family. Acme Products says, ERCOT operates a trading market for electricity. What happened in Texas was a stock market crash. Distributors aren't coming online because electric is $9,000 per unit when it's usually $25. This isn't only weather, this is Enron stuff. Wow. Oh, so they spiked the price to make money off this catastrophe? Or the prices went crazy because they lost capacity and demand went through the roof and then they couldn't operate? Not entirely sure.
1: Cause 25% of the electric grid is made from wind, which wasn't working. So they had to make up for it somewhere. Right. Or they had to just continue to cut. And so they cut off millions of people and you either just keep cutting or you add on capacity. And if you're going to add on capacity, you have to buy it from someone. Oh, so they're, they're importing it to pay. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. So this is a, and it could be being
3: spiked by foreign markets.
1: No, no, no. It's spiked by, it's by just by, That's by man. the own demand and, uh, of the, yeah. Absolutely. So we have a uh, Scrog GCW says Tim. You cannot run water when it's
0: cold. If the power goes off, that runs your well pump. This is why I have a propane power generator. Now, that's true for for a lot of people. If you don't, if you live in an area without a water tower and there's no natural water pressure and you rely on an individual pump, but I think people in the cities where this is happening have water tower
1: pressure, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they. When when I grew up in Queens, um, we, we, a water. I mean, I don't think we didn't have blackouts back then, right? Yeah. We had better electric grid. You don't want to
0: run the water full blast. You just have it a little bit more than a drip.
4: Yeah, that's what like I did before. And
0: then the water. water moves so it can't freeze in the pipes. Mm-hmm. If the water stops, then it freezes, and then you're in trouble. So we did this in Chicago. They, they, All the old buildings, they would tell you in the winter, keep the water on a drip, or a little bit more than a drip. A little bit more. It can't just be a drip. Publius the Good says, I built a green building years ago with geothermal cooling. That's awesome. The bills in those apartments were less than 50 bucks a month. This would be the best for Texas. Essentially, you cool water by circulating it through the bedrock to cool it. That's awesome. There's also this, there's this really cool video I watched about anthills. There are these kind of, these anthills that are built like a tower that Mm -hmm. funnels heat out of the colony and, and straight up and out.
3: Have you ever seen solar updraft towers? (laughs) Incredible technology. They build a giant circular tower. At the base, there's these turbine generators and then they build large circular tarps around for like a mile around the tower. Underneath, Not only does the sun hit the tarp and then cause water to condense underneath, so in the desert, for instance, it'll start to grow grass, but the hot air down there starts rushing towards the center tower, turning the turbines, going up the tower. It's incredible, just, they're just super expensive to build. Did you you guys
0: know that before the invention of air conditioning, we couldn't build buildings above like eight floors? Because the heat in the building would rise to the point where the top floors would just be too hot for humans to want to be in, They'd open the windows and try and get air to circulate. They then invented air conditioners. All of a sudden now they could keep the building cold. I watched this documentary. It was fascinating. They said the technology to build bigger than eight stories has existed since ancient times, but we, it was, it wasn't a part of our, our, our engineering, our culture. So now modern buildings are built in such a way that heat is funneled out of the building, not into the floors and colder air is, is, is brought in. So we actually have much more efficient architecture where we don't need to waste so much energy on air conditioning. Hmm. It's crazy. A- AC is it's a fascinating technology, but takes a lot of juice. Daniel Bundrick says, all they would have to do to fix the supply problem in Texas is can the stupid anti-price gouging laws. There would be a backlog in the highways of there uh, if, if there were no limit to what you could make. The Black Metal says, Texan here, people need to adapt to all situations and help others not depend on government ever. Because mm-hmm. when government fails, more chaos ensu- uh, ensu- ensues. Mm-hmm. Prepare before; help others after. Amen. Yep, good point. Caleb Davis says geothermal isn't worth or effective in electricity generation. The largest plant in the world only makes 1.5 megawatts for the land large land area it uses. Well, I don't know. I don't know too much about it. I can tell you this: I went to Iceland once. And I was talking to a bunch of people there explaining to me how Iceland went from being this really awful place to live, where people were always covered in grime from like coal mining or whatever it is they were mining, just like really crappy industrial labor for very little return. And then geothermal came and they set up these geothermal plants and now they have an abundance of energy. I think they even export some of it. So now you've got people living really, really well. And Iceland is a really comfortable and beautiful place. Karasu Macha says, hydroelectric thorium and geothermal are the trinity of clean, reliable energy. Fusion would be the king, but I feel geothermal doesn't get enough attention. Oh, contradictory. It's so
3: funny how how drastic information can be from person to person. From one super chat says it's useless to the next person that says it's the holy (laughs) grail of energy. And they may both be right in different
0: circumstances. Yeah. Kevin says, natural gas lines generally freeze because of the presence of liquid or uh, vapor water in the lines. This is caused by a pressure drop in the gas lines, which in turn drops the temperature of the line. Interesting.
1: Thank you. Answered, my, answered our question. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. HydroHydro Hydro says, Luke, go learn something from Thomas Sowell. You don't even understand economics, but hate the rich.
2: I don't hate the rich. I like Thomas so well. He's awesome. I I follow him and I I retweet a lot of his memes and not all problems are because of rich people. It's a small club of rich people that really do create a lot of bad problems. But uh, yeah, if you're doing well for yourself and you're an entrepreneur, more to you and we need more of that. All right, we got some hate. You ready? Oh,
4: boy. I'm Michael Cook
0: says, calling yourself an expert with only five years in the field is evident of a lack of self-awareness. Yeah. I'm a 22-year-old uni dropout, and I am more of an expert than this guy. Similar blackout happened in South Australia 2016.
1: Yeah, and you know what they did as a result? They got rid of Malcolm Turnbull, who was the prime minister, because huh. the people of Melbourne said, remember, I'm engaged to an Aussie, the people of, of, of Victoria and Melbourne said, this isn't the third world. Why, why we have blackouts? Because the previous Prime minister said, "We're going to start going green, so that was the consequence. Maybe that maybe Texas will make the same decision. What did you do you, so you spent last five years working in energy? N- no, working in energy advocacy, and I had to become an expert to do this job well. What did you do before that leading up to it? Um, I've always been advocate for different issues you know oh. I've always been I've li- like I said I lived in DC for a long long time, never ran for office or anything. Um, but I've always wanted to fight for the underdog. All right, we got So I've done it for multiple. I've did it for I've it for free speech. I did it for religious liberties. Oh, very um cool. I've done it for lots of different causes, but this one I started on my own cuz there was a need for it.
0: We have so. this uh, we have a comment super chat from Tyler Cheney says look into liquid fuel thorium reactors. The US built a prototype in the 50s with none of the waste, meltdown or security issues as conventional reactors. It worked perfectly and they never built another. Also check out Fli- what is was it? Flybe energy? Hmm. Have you heard of that? Flebe flybe? How do it? Is.
1: F-L-I-B-E. No idea.
4: Interesting.
1: No. I'm afraid to Google things that aren't right, either, right. <laughs> I do not recognize. Right,
0: right. It could be a trick. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting all these lefties being like, Tim Pool yeah. actually said it. Yeah. It's a fly by yeah. air. J- yeah, right. <laughs> J Max says, freedom is paramount. If you want to live in a J-Mac. pod, live in a pond. I personally love fried crickets with peanut oil and mm-hmm. smoked paprika, but I'll be damned if I'll make my standard the standard. Crickets are super tasty, though. I'm saying. Crunchy. No, I agree. That's exactly it. When people are like, I will not live in the pod, I will not eat bugs. I'm like, imagine you had a pod in the middle of the woods. And I don't mean a pod is like a tiny little box where you're you're jammed. I mean like a nice little relaxing, a a van even. Mm. You know, you got enough space to lay back. You got your little TV, you're playing your video games, you can see the stars. And you got some chocolate covered crickets. I, I I, I think people would not have the opinions on eating bugs if they just grew up eating them. And a lot of people in the world do and don't care.
1: Yeah, you know. I you mean, can... th- one of the cool things about America is there are still parts of the country where people eat squirrel and possum yeah. and other things, and and don't think twice about it. And yeah, you know, a pigeon. So you know what I,
0: you know what I always confuse me is Fear Factor. You guys are watching Fear Factor. I love I love that show. The old when, ones you were know, gross. Yeah, yeah. but like they'd be like they would do the, the eating something challenge, hmm. and they'd be like, "We're gonna make you eat
3: horse sperm. food, food, oh, food." A... Dude, I no, love no, no, that show. There, there,
0: no, no, but this is the point. They would tell people the fear challenge was they were going to make you eat some animal part. And I'm like, but that's just. Food. It's, yeah, exactly. I've had Different a bunch country, of weird. I've had. Yeah. There, there was a, uh, uh, like, cow tongue. You ever eat cow tongue? It's like lo- pr- I, pretty I, common. I, I like tongue. <laughs> now, Fear Factor did get canceled because I think it was bull emissions.
1: Oh. Yeah. Where they were. Like,
0: and some dude cool. chugged it. He was like,
1: I'm winning. And he just chugged it. He knew it. that was
3: when the show went too far, Joe barf. was saying. He was like, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew
1: this.
3: <laughs> dude, I love that show. That was my introduction to Joe Rogan. Um, I it. And it, I loved it so much because you'd see people in fear, like, literally in panic. And he would inspire them and like help them overcome their fears. And it was like, he was just some dude, like some, some jabroni from the Bronx or wherever he's, I don't know where where he's from, Boston, but he was so like, loving to these people in their weakest moments that I, I, I had so much respect for that guy. Yeah.
1: I liked it when it was fear. Like, you have to put your hand in here. I'm not telling you what it is. When it was just gross out factor. Uh, yeah. Right, and, right, like, right, right. But yeah. when it was genuinely like, I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to put on you, but we are going to put an animal like on you. Or like jump from a moving vehicle yeah. to another moving vehicle. You're not like, going to You get can hurt. do it.
3: And he's like, mm-hmm. you can, and he was really mm-hmm. give them like yeah. inspiration. Mm-hmm.
0: Man, that was such it's a good. It's just like, they're going to make you eat something. You're not going to get hurt. You know what I mean? They're going to put your hand in something. There's an animal on you. You're not going to get hurt. All right. We got this big one from Geraldo Oliveira. Thanks for the super chat from Texas came to the ranch because it had uh, it had power. City Texans seem not to be prepared. Self-reliant work in ONG with many between us and wind. They prefer wind because it's heavily subsidized. There was a power dispatch issue. Wind isn't scalable. We're not against wind, but realize its issues and resources. Nuclear is the future. Yeah. You're here, sir. Thank you for the super batteries,
3: man, because sometimes it's super windy and you would charge the hell out of those batteries and then because the wind doesn't
1: always blow. Yeah. And the, and the sun doesn't always shine. And, and as he said, no one's opposed to it, but you have to realize it has limitations. So let's be adults and acknowledge the
0: limitations. This is an interesting one. Denny Stevenson says, quote, a theory of natural philosophy written in 1763 by Joseph Bos- Boscovich was Nikola Tesla's favorite book. It explains the aether in detail. We need to go back to aether technology, i.e. Tesla Tower. Watch Adapt 2030 latest vid. Well, I don't know anything about that, but I love those kind of conversations about like lost technologies or like new mysterious, you know, forms of energy and stuff. And Tesla is always a fun subject.
3: Yeah, tapping the Earth's magnetic field
0: would be interesting. The energy generated by the core spinning, the core of the Earth. God Emperor says, Tim, they they do not want people becoming self-sufficient. They want us in the cities and being controlled. Mm-hmm. They are just not very good at anything. That's actually a really good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I think that's true. Don't
2: you stuck. Mm-hmm.
0: Lori from Arizona says, truck drivers far outnumber the members of Congress. We could do far more damage to this country in a much shorter time than any person in Congress. I wish all two million would agree to stop until the BS in this country ends. I, I am one myself. MAGA. Yeah, people don't realize the power they have. You could literally be like, I will not buy from this store anymore. And that's it. Yeah. There's the change.
2: Until self-driving trucks replace them, which is happening very soon.
0: Yep. Ethan Wiley says, The wind industry doesn't employ people that thump you with the Green Deal crap. We are majority diesel truck money and USA-loving Americans. We don't see many soy boys out here. Can't handle 70-hour weeks would be my guess. I mean, I... Absolutely assume that the people who are building infrastructure, I don't care if it's wind or otherwise, not going to be frail little soy boy. That's the funny thing about these people. They're not the ones doing the work, but they claim to be the proletariat. Yeah. It's like these, these college educated kids coming out saying that they're the working class. Like, dude, you're not. You're writing about Brad Pitt's junk for BuzzFeed. You know what I mean?
3: I did a little study on FLiBE that technology they called it earlier. It's lithium fluoride uh, beryllium. Ah, so the I fluoride lithium beryllium FLiBE, ah. and it's it's uh, served in making molten salt reactors. It really looks like thorium might end up becoming the holy like the. the it's been people have been talking about it for like 15 years, and I think it's just going over people's heads. So no one's really seized this element, but mm. it sounds incredible. If you can melt
0: salt and store heat with it. Andre Lopez says, this is why I want to buy some land, buy a tiny home trailer for 65k and just live happily with my GF. I just watched a video of some dude who made a, a concrete dome. And it was like five grand for this dome. It's not particularly big, but it's big enough. And it was amazing. It took him like only a couple I think it only took him like a day. It was it, it uses inflatable. Yep. And then you you spr- you put uh mesh over it, and then you spray it with concrete, then you put wiring, concrete, wiring, concrete, boom. Then you got to, like, you know, put in the insulation and make it look pretty. And but, that
1: guy is happier in his home than any of these, like, dude. effete liberals in the city are in their Yeah, palaces. but, you know,
0: van life has becoming, has, has become extremely popular. Yeah. A lot of young people are like, dude, living in a van by the beach is way more fun than living in a, in a concrete cubicle in New York City. That, you know, smells like sour milk.
3: Uh, this channel was originally called The Van Chan. Day one. What channel? Fir- the,
0: this Timcast no. IRL. The first episode was
3: the van. But this wasn't the video. van channel. Yeah, you called it. Well, you mentioned you were like, I think I, I built the van chan, dude.
0: No, 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 no. This was Timcast IRL. Was, a, was it was supposed to be general? A general it, vlog. It was
3: the first video was you like pimping out your van, like showing everyone yeah. your van.
0: But the channel wasn't about the van.
3: Oh, I thought this was the van channel. No, no.
0: I just we I built a van and I was like, I'm gonna do a van video and it's show so everyone my van. And like It got like a hundred and some thousand views yeah. overnight. Like everybody was like the van. But then I was like, you know, lockdown, what are we going to do? It's really hard to do a vlog. So it became more of a show. Here we are, almost a million subscribers. We are really close to a million. So if you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe and tell your friends subscribe because we are seriously close to breaking a million. Yes. And then I'm just going to, I'm going to love it when Google is forced to give me a, a, another gold uh, medal or whatever award. Melissa K says, I love hearing you talk about self-sufficiency and rural living should check out rooted new docu series from Justin Rhodes amazing homesteading resource Justin Rhodes. interesting matthew maddox says pea fowl is old world turkey use them for meat so you you mentioned the peacocks
1: yeah when i mean I'm, I'm i guess when they can no longer lay i guess you know you could stew it and it would be, be tough and gamey but right, right now exactly. we're using them for the eggs so i don't want to kill my 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 hens when
0: i when i lived in miami there was a uh, one farm i guess that had peacocks and they just had no they they didn't care they like were walking around on the roads yeah. doing whatever and it was like you just slow down wait for them to pass and sometimes they'd scream at you and run <laughs> at you and i'm like Great. don't you gotta close your fence or something they didn't care yeah. the people who live there they were their chickens walking all over the place just doing whatever they want that's the crazy thing to me i'm like aren't they gonna get killed I'm like roosters protect them i'm like really like coyote won't fight the rooster like no they, they don't want to get no fight roosters are there the chickens are good i'm like oh okay oh, crazy i guess i don't know or I suppose you still need something to, to deal with you know wild animals, but uh, I
1: guess people usually get dogs for it. Well my dogs, yeah, we'll we'll keep out the wild animals. yeah the other day there was a fox on the other side of the fence that was teasing it, and so <laughs> for fun, I threw the dog on the other side of the fence I the fox <laughs> and, and I would never kill the fox because foxes are beautiful, and it really you know they are uh, that's where again living in the country, you learn the expression clever like a fox is a real thing. They are smart little animals. They are crafty and they are, and they like to tease dogs when they know a dog is behind, <laughs> behind a fence. And, uh, it was pretty funny uh, to see so a the fox are turn they canine tail. Canine or, or, run. um, uh, feline. Or are they one or the other? Or do they have their own foxes? Yeah, I, they're probably canine. They're not cats. They're probably. I, I mean, I, yeah. if they're I either, that family, are yeah. they either or? Or are they just know. a whole different breed? But they're not. I don't think they're feline.
0: Really Mister Ruckus says five bucks to hear Lydia say hi, Dave Ruckus, please.
4: Hi, Dave Ruckus. Oh. Thank you for your five dollars. <laughs> we really appreciate it.
0: <laughs> you you Juwan says hello, Tim. This is your follower from South Korea. I wonder when did you visit Korea before? South Korea is now politically deeply divided, and you should look into how China penetrates into Korea now. Sad face. When, well, look, look we were there. there. Yeah, it I was so when, awesome. It was we fun. went to the hostel. We were at a hostel.
2: Yeah, that that's why cool. I preferred to say. Yeah, hostels was are Like we were staying. I'm like, we got to go to a hostel, and it's it's a great way to meet people and explore and find like minded individuals who have this kind of energy for for adventure.
0: Remember, we got that crazy spicy thing at that restaurant or whatever.
2: Yeah, 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 There's a lot of that. We in, went there, there uh, I, honestly, when when we sat down in, in 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 a restaurant in South Korea. Everything's, you know, I'm like, what? I'm like, just give me anything. And bulgogi. Well, uh, yeah, I was like, whatever. Surprise so me. Good. And but I don't we know went, if that was a good decision to make. We,
0: we went to one place that I can't remember exactly what it was, but we got we were like, yeah, spicy, and we regretted. It, it was like the spiciest thing. I started Everything, making farm so good, animal though.
2: noises. You remember that? <laughs> I was like, give me, give me moo. <laughs> I was like I don't mean to be rude but like there's a language oh, barrier which is Hey I have no language barrier I have uh, sign language and noises that uh, that uh, make sure I could communicate with everyone. It's okay. a big skill I learned. Foxes are canines yes. also
3: called canids as well as wolves Vol-tine. and jackals, yes. Yes. dog family. Mm-hmm. And Luke you should get one. But
0: Brian Fox, yeah. Brian Omar says pigeon soup is really good. In oh. Puerto Rico, we say it can resusc- resuscitate the dead. Oh boy! What was the what was it? What was the pigeon that uh, that we drove to extinction? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, passenger pigeons. Passenger pigeons. Yeah, yeah. Because people, there were sure. so many of them. I think so. That people in America would just like throw in a net, catch them all, and then eat them, and then eventually they're all gone. Oh yep. yeah. Good job, everyone. Wiped them out. Nice job. All right, we'll just do a, a couple more here. Bell, uh, Bell's Nickel says, Tim, for wells and circulate water for geothermal or a pit with tubing will lower your heating and cooling by half. Yeah, that's amazing. Geothermal technology for home heating and cooling. That's, that's cool stuff.
3: You run. Basically, you have like an outer layer of your house with glass walls. And then so you run the water underneath the air cools. But then the sunlight heats it. So it rises and then pushes the air. Have you like guys circular pattern?
0: Have you guys seen the new solar capture technology where it's this chemical? That's a closed system that can catch and release solar energy. So it's a liquid that when sunlight hits it, it like essentially absorbs some of those photons, like whatever, however it works. I'm not entirely sure. And like the liquid changes color and then they can use an electrical current to release that energy, like a light current or whatever will release a ton of that energy out and in the form of heat. Hmm. And so there's a lot of theories about the applications you could have. These, like, uh, uh, you could have, like, tubes on the top of your house full of the fluid absorbing solar energy, but then they circulate into the house where it releases the heat in the basement, raising the heat up. So it basically takes the heat from outside on the roof and puts it underneath and then raises the heat. We're
3: transferring from an electronic organization to a photonic one, and it sounds like you're involving
0: chromatics to store heat. I Austin like S it. says, "Someone tell Ian that methane is one carbon, not four. No, no, one Ooh, carbon, bruh. four hydrogens. <laughs> Dawg,
3: <up>? you got CH four, CH four. That's what I meant to yeah, say. Yeah. I just said it quickly earlier. Thank you. <laughs> all
0: right, we'll just do this one last one. Any name attention says
1: in this audience, they love me.
0: Ever talk about all the lithium in Bolivia and Ooh. what superpowers are uh, are going to fight for it? Wow, is lithium in Bolivia? Oh,
1: I don't know. I don't I, know. I did not know, but I mean, I'm sure. Look at China is controlling the cobalt mines of of the Congo. Right. If if there's lithium in Bolivia, then there's a Chinese uh, a camp nearby getting ready to conquer it.
0: That's what people need to be paying attention to, man. You know, there's so much dumb stuff happening in this country, and what what really worries me is Joe Biden placating, defending China, and then you see the distractions we get from these commissions on the Capitol riot and impeachment. Meanwhile, China, what are they doing? They're romping around the planet, oil exploration in these other countries. Has me worried, man. But mm. that being said, uh, Dan, thanks for hanging out. It was awesome. Thank uh, you. F- for those that are listening, make sure you smash the like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and seriously share this podcast if you really do like it. Tell your friends, post a link. If you're listening on any podcast platform, leave us a good review. You can follow me on Parlor Minds, and any any other platform that's not the big ones. I'm trying to not encourage that. Uh, at Timcast, my other YouTube channels are YouTube.com slash Timcast and YouTube.com slash Timcast News. I guess, except for YouTube, obviously. And we do the show Monday through Friday live at 8 p.m., so make sure you come back tomorrow. We're going to be talking about guns, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, Dan, do you want to shout out any social media or any website or anything?
1: Uh, Yeah, you can follow powerofthefuture.com. You can follow me uh, on, on Twitter. And I was an early adopter for Parler, so I am at Daniel, which I'm kind of
4: oh, kind of nice. proud of. Wow, like Very nice. It. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah. Cool. So I was tweeting during the show. My live tweets are available on Luke We Are Change. A lot of crazy stuff's happening. I tried to interject it, but I didn't find any way to talk about how PewDiePie got his video taken down by YouTube, deleted. Uh, Bill Gates just called for cryptocurrencies to be uh, getting rid of. So lots of crazy news happening right now. And I report on it, especially about individuals like Bill Gates that I did. A very interesting video about today on my independent media channel called We Are Change. Make sure to subscribe and click the notification Button on that to see all the wacky, weird, and interesting stuff that I do on that channel. Thanks for having me.
3: What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming, Ian Crossland. Um, pick up a Timcast.com. I'm a gorilla t shirt. If you want to support the cause, maybe get a My Pillow while you're at our, it. Our Pillow. It's called Our Pillow. pillow. Oh, right, called our pillow. Right. I yeah. feel bad, but <laughs> if you want to get a My Pillow, go for that too. We're all yes. on the same team. Um, And hey, follow me at IanCrossland.net. You can get some of my new merch, including this Free the Code, free the code mug. Nice. I really said My Pillow. I feel like such a scumbag. Mm our pillow
0: and then me sour patch lids i'm at at sour patch lids on twitter and mines and i am at real sour patch lids on instagram
4: and gab
0: make sure you go to timcast.com and become a member to get access to a ton of exclusive content we have a whole bunch of posts unfortunately tonight we're not gonna have any more bonus content but we do have a full hour with james o'keefe check it out thanks for hanging out and we will see you all tomorrow bye guys